due to some violent content, parental discretion is advised. Like it's episode 99. I don't mind a 100 zero zero party out of reach, out of time. Welcome to episode 99 of the Elder Matinee podcast. Let's just see who's here this evening. My name is Ben, and we have Greg. Say hello, Greg. Je m'appelle. Fuck. Bonsoir, je m'appelle Gregoire. And Johnny. This is Melly Mel, aka Muscle Simmons, giving a big shout out to my man Juanito. We in the building, baby. I think that means Johnny and Chris. Hello, fellas. Hello, fellas. Chris with his cockney there. So, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Idol Matinee podcast. Another cracking episode we got lined up for you tonight. Just the four boys. If you listened last week, no joke. Uh, but we've got a lot to talk about this week and a hell of a lot to get through because it's been a very emotional week. It's been a very big week for everyone. So, mm. let's just begin with who wants to go first with we've had another week on this lovely planet we call Earth, and I'm sure we've done some wonderful things. So, who would like I to begin? I had a couple of funny stories this week. Here's Johnny. Well, this week I was uh, I was riding through town and stopped near the uh, Hamden, Hamden, John Hamden statue because uh, my mate Liam rang me up. So I was chatting to him on the phone because um, I haven't seen him in a while because of the lockdown and all the COVIDs and that. And then out of the corner of my eye, I see uh, this sort of young lady on one of those uh, rented yellow scooters come flying up past a the... A zip scooter. A zip scooter. Oh. In most towns. Ripper. In most towns, yeah. There might be well, different colours there. They're different, they're like, there's orange ones. What are the orange ones called in Cambridge again, Chris? Bananas. Chris, your ones? I, yeah, I can't remember what they call them. I can't remember the name. Them. They're called they're something like, else. They're exactly the same. They're, yeah. or something. Yeah, they're, they're the same. They're, they're about the same. £9 a second, isn't same. it, to yeah, rent it or something like. like that. So she comes whizzing up, and then, you know, all the crack pigeon people sit around the statue, around the bottom, drinking uh, cans of cider, white lightning, that type of thing. Well, one of them, you might have seen her around. She's sort of like a reddish-haired woman with a face like a crab apple, very skinny. Um, she was uh, wearing a, a, man, a Man U tracksuit top and she jumped Ooh. up and collided. It looked like she did on purpose. Collided with a zip scooter and it smashed right into her at full speed. So she started screaming she again. She for a claim. Uh, well, there was, there was blame somewhere. But um, she was jumping around, hopping from foot to foot, screaming at this girl. And then this other woman came over and was trying to calm her down. And I, Liam goes, what's all the kerfuffle? And I explained it to him. And uh, I said, she's got a Man, U, a Man U top on. He goes, has it got Ronaldo on the back? And I said, if it has, it was from the first time. <laughs> you have to be there, I suppose. Oh, it's from the first time because she's Jippo and yeah, she, couldn't first, afford, yeah. she couldn't afford the new Man, the new top. Man U top. If him, his name on it, good yeah, boy. Gotcha. Nice. Did everyone start clapping and cheering? Oh, no, it was just Liam <laughs> laughed because I was on the phone. Uh, the other thing I was I, thinking I had to, I had to well, yeah 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 it's a, it's a grower yeah. uh, the other thing I've been doing this week of work I was listening to this new Darren Brown podcast called uh, Boot Camp for the Brain um, and I tested I can test you with it actually I tested my mum on a couple of them and she didn't Ooh. get the first two tested on a bunch of stoners Go yeah on, yeah boy um, what? If, forgotten what? speak for yourself if a bat and ball costs £1.10 and the bat is £1 more than the ball how much does the ball cost? 10p. If I fall into the trap here, if I QI'd it. Oh, yeah. Do you know how much it is, Chris? How much? 5p, because it's £1 more than the ball. So it's £1.5 for the bat and 5p for the ball. What? £1 more than the bat. The bat uh, is yeah. £1 more than the ball. Uh, with the value of it, for, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah. 
And then the other, the other question he asked uh, was, how many animals, how many of each type of animal did Moses take onto the ark? It was Noah, you cunt. Yeah, yeah. boy. And that's, that's me. I fucked that myself. That was my own fucking... Uh, my own stand-up food, stupid fucking brown bear comedy stand-up routine. Oh, yeah, yeah. into the brown bear. I've, oh, yeah, sorry. I mean, I watched the brown bear. good, isn't yeah. it? I watched a, a stand-up guy. I think I've it was there. Saturday nights or some twat, some Australian guy or whatever. Oh, he's funny. And, uh, he's and, funny. Uh, he's hilarious, yeah. And uh, he, was talking about, he was talking about that, and he said, oh, and, and Noah brought on the fucking animals. So you'd have uh, had Darren Brown I mean, bang to rights Moses there. brought on the animals, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. The worst act was Greg So they, they were the first two. My mum didn't... My m- <laughs> My mum didn't get them, and I said, oh, well, the last, she goes, what was the last one? I said, can you name a word ending with E-N-Y? Uh, 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 Misogyny. Oh, no, no, that's uh. Benny. <laughs> if you spell it so, wrong. Uh, wait, uh, E-N-Y. Uh, hey, hey, penny. No, no, hey, penny. No. no. <laughs> Why would that be spelled any different? Um, well, I asked my no. mum, and uh, um, Darren Brown's one was, uh, I won't deny it, oh, so it's nice. deny, but I uh, said it to my mum, and she went straight yeah. away, progeny. Oh, no, I, I, went, yeah, that's oh. What I, was, I was thinking, I I was was like, thinking wow. of something so, like yeah. that. Yeah, progeny, yeah. that's the one I was thinking so of. So I can't have her sent I, away. I was, I was going to say misogyny, but then something like that, yeah. That's well, got it, this Darren Brown book, what's it meant to make you do? Give well, you it's, not, it's, a, it's a podcast, there's like oh. different episodes, and he talks about different like, stuff like cognitive bias, and how you, the illusion of free will, and stuff like that. It's, quite, it's, it's very interesting. And it's quite a, a quite an amusing listen. It's an audible exclusive. If you like that one, you'd like another one called Hidden Brain. Okay, that's yeah. a podcast is very similar. Is that, to that. was yours hidden? Uh, it, it, uh, well, it <laughs> got me there. <laughs> <laughs> Reptilian. Good and uh, yeah, that's been my week mainly. Those are t- two standout. Well, just listening to that podcast all week. One, well, no, two things I thought maybe of interest. One might have been, one might not have been. Who knows? Chris, please. I was just going to say, Sam Harris does um, a lot of stuff on free will, doesn't he? There's no such. I fall in the thing as free will. I fall it's in all the different influences in your genes. I, don't, I fall so, in and out of love with Sam Harris. Like, me too. I've read all me his too. books because of the religion. I've re- read all. I've, re- I've read. I've uh, read his books. Waking up and a couple of the other ones. I've listened to his podcast. What is loads. Sam Harris? He's like a neurologist, uh, AI stroke, boy. atheist, Richard Dawkins style. What a guy. grifter! A where bloody grifter! I, where can I find? I don't Sam know because he falls in the line with. He's not alt right, but right. he's he can say some controversial stuff. But some people don't like him. So, do you read his but, books? Was he on YouTube or what? Are you talking he's about? He's on a podcast. podcast. He's on okay, YouTube. Right, right, right. He's got podcasts as well. Gotcha. Well he does one with Ricky, some of the characters. Ricky Gervais actually. Good. He's got a new one, Ricky Gervais, where they talk about philosophy ideas and stuff like that. So he's all right, but he's very like he knows it, doesn't he? He's very like I. Yeah. I know it all. Like I, I'll, what I'm saying, I'll break it down. I'm logical. Like so Jordan, what, like Jordan Cunnison. Pretty similar, yeah, in a weird way. They're all <laughs> there similar. is an element, yeah. But they, those two, funny enough, have been on loads of debates with each other. That's but right. they're quite polar. Yeah, definitely. In how their thinking is about things, but they're perceived in very similar ways. Because that, it's odd, isn't it? Doctor Peterson thinks all of our morals are based on the Christianity, and without that, <laughs> we would have no morals. Even though you don't believe in Christianity in the Bible, Mar- the Martian. you still quantify. <laughs> Follow Christianity. My Illudium Pew 36 explosive space module. Even if you don't believe in God, you have to admit God exists. <laughs> you're, That's a very good impression. You are blaming 100 very powerful men on Sam all Harris? men. This is Jordan Peterson. Oh, no. that's Jordan Peterson. Sorry. Yeah. Right, okay. The Marxist leftists are shutting me down. They put me in a comic. <laughs> Captain America. I haven't if noticed you, he sounds like Marvin the Martian before. If you don't. I heard a good Ben Shapiro um, impression today. And I won't do it justice because I can't think of. But it. Well, he said, it's just spoke really quickly. Yeah. Said, <laughs> 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 yeah. 
um, basically there's no such thing as racism because it's just a construct that, you know, the left is constructed, which is overly, overly emotional and... But you've got to put on an American accent as well. That one with him and Degrass Tyson was quite funny, wasn't it? That, yeah. Uh, yeah. Tim Pool's like that. Showing any Paul. weakness shows that you do not love God. Uh, didn't you uh, get addicted to amphetamines and have to be put in a coma in Russia? Yeah, that was an illness. That wasn't my fault. <laughs> Clean your room. Clean your room. I live in a pigsty with loads of communist posters everywhere. Clean your room up. Uh, here's my 12 rules for life. What? I need more money. Here's another 12 rules. Does he, does he do Feng Shui then? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he does Feng Shui as oh, well. Eat meat, just eat meat till your fucking ass explodes. If you can't afford your cancer treatment, why don't you just tidy up your room? Well, I need to watch more Jordan Peterson. <laughs> He's a good guy. You've tidied up my room. a lot from that. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, you have. You probably would actually. You're the target. I just heard he's a dick. I haven't really listened to all the dickish things he said. No, Barry's shared some things with me, and I'm like, oh, yeah, you're right. He does sound like a dick. There's one one grifter I saw this week that was uh, quite amusing. You know, there was that um, that race for um, the senator of California. Oh yeah, when they, they were trying the to get and all yeah, that the, stuff. The, the black guy who was a Republican who was running, who was trying to get rid of the Democrat. Obviously, that was already uh, already had a seat. Uh, he was on a program with Condoleezza Rice. Have you seen that? And she was talking about black Americans want reparations for slavery. And he started laughing and he goes, well, you know who should get the um, reparations? The slave owners, because they had their property taken away. <laughs> That's a good bit. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, if you're saying it ironically. No, she's not. No, no. Yeah, 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 she's nodding. Seriously. Like, yeah, yeah. Because, you mean, know. Well, Condoleezza, in, That's quite good. Condoleezza Rice. Um, can, I think is a Candace oh, no, Owens I'm, or Condoleezza no, Rice. Oh, sorry, Candace Owens. Candace Owens. Owens. Sorry, yeah, I'll get them. Yeah, yeah. You, Candace why, Owens. Why, why did you get the muddled Owens, up? Because I always get the thinking. name wrong. Yeah, she is a grifter. Yeah, Candace 100% Owens. Grifter. I think she's dense. I just think because she's a bit of an oxymoron that she gets allowed a lot more of a um, an audience and a platform than actually when you because you listen to her. I, I I never hear her under any proper scrutiny that she's either in a combative thing against someone else and she can make herself look very calm and rational or she's being patronised the fuck out of yeah. because she's espousing Republican views that are quite um, at odds with what people would normally what think What are you talking someone. about? Candice, Candice Owens. Owens. Oh, okay, sorry, right, yeah, yeah, sorry I've got the wrong name, wrong name. Sorry. I, Condole- I like Condoleezza Rice. I like yeah. her name. It but sounds, Candice- like, sounds like something at a Mexican restaurant. Yeah, this, it sounds <laughs> like, like two different orders. Do you want Candice Owens or a Condoleezza Rice on the side? But um, yeah, I saw in an interview once. So I think they were talking about oh, asking about climate change, and she was just automatically denying it from the Republican stance. Yeah. And then the interviewer actually pressed her on some questions, and she said, "I don't really know enough about it, so I can't answer." And that's how she just that's like deflects it. The Andrew Neil yeah, one was yeah. good with Andrew Neil because obviously he's oh, quite. Ben I, I actually like Andrew Neil. Do you know he's, that? He's left, G- he's left well. GB hate, News. Yeah, I know, and I actually like him for somebody on. You know, oh, don't like the right. I I love it. I think he's he's pretty sensible and he's good at breaking people down and he's good at arguing with people Isn't, and he's good when he yeah. talks to Americans like the Ben Shapiro yeah, yeah. age going and Candice Owens. If you look at him and Candice yeah, Owens, yeah, that. that was the one where she says Trump won still and all the votes and that. Yeah, yeah. and he's just completely just Destroys wipes the floor it, with yeah, that. You can't. Andrew Neil was completely. He's not very good at you. starting TV programs no. or TV channels, well, though, is he? Luckily, you've, you've got another one coming up soon. UK Talk or UK News with Piers uh, Morgan, the new Rupert oh, Murdoch yeah, one. Boy. Can't wait for that. That's going to be a real. It's going to get me hard. When's the new Piers one out? Uh, soon. It's called new UK channel. News. It's like talk sport. It's another Rupert Murdoch one. I'm surprised he's not dead yet. It's all that blood of young boys yeah. that keeps getting in his system. It keeps him alive. Well, well isn't it, the um, vaginas of young women. Well, she's Jerry Hall's not that young. Jeff Bezos has uh, just invested in the company that, that makes what, people Mick live. Jagger, you're talking about 
Rupert Murdoch, mate. Oh, Rupert Murdoch, Rupert, sorry. Yeah, but, um, <laughs> I'm confused. They did talk about Jerry Hall. was like, oh, right, okay. Jeff Bezos. Greg hasn't been on the internet for 10 years. <laughs> I've looked at anything. He's just been sitting watching Amazon Prime and Netflix <laughs> yeah. the last two years. I've looked at the news. I've just watched shows. I just know fiction. And... Uh, Documentaries about and crime car screensavers. Yeah, yeah. I know every single one. <laughs> Jeff Bezos, what? Jeff Bezos has just invested billions into um, a company that they claim will, can make you uh, live forever, but they reckon to begin with it will give you an extra fifty years. So all the rich people are going for this sort of stem cell treatment. I think. Oh, lovely. Oh, talking about uh, right, not right wing grifters. Cause you can't say everyone's right wing, uh, but oh, I talk about anti vaxxers I find this amusing, right? Why is it every single person I've spoke to that won't take the vaccine, these are all the ones I've spoke to, right? And it's probably, I reckon it's now five or six. They say, I'm not anti-vax, I'm not anti-vax, but I'm just not taking the vaccine. Well, surely, yeah, you are anti-vax if you're not taking the vaccine. I don't understand it. How can you not be anti-vax? I've read all the information. I'm worried about the long-term side effects of the vaccine, so I don't want to take it because we don't know what's going to happen, but I'm not anti-vax. Are you taking the vaccine? No. You're anti-vax! Yeah, I'm not racist. I just wouldn't like to have one living next door to yeah, exactly. me. Yeah. Well, you wouldn't yeah. want a racist living next door to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No one would. Yeah, that, yeah it's exactly like that, isn't it? Because yeah. um, I don't obviously. Or no, there could be. It could be just out of lazy. I mean, I was not going to take the vaccine because out of laziness, and and they made it hard for me when it's meant to be something they're meant to be pushing forward and encouraging people to do. Yeah, they're like. I mean, they, instead of just looking at my details, going, "Oh, that's when you had your first injection." <sighs> Here, have one, which is what they did eventually. Yeah. But they were like, "No, sending me away," and I was, I was just going, "Well, fuck you, then. I'll join the anti-vaxxers out of because they would, <laughs> yeah, because they made it hard for me. So they don't do themselves any favours. Like, so some people have might. Have you got be a like spare that. sharpie? I'll make a sign now. I, I like <laughs> it when Crow was talking about it though, because I make Crow. Because when he said about it at the weekend, he goes, "I don't give a fuck whether it or not, but I had to get on a plane. I needed the exactly. card. So that's what that's I, I did it. as well. Stag do. Like, yes. I'm not bothered either way, yeah. but I took it because I have to get on a plane, and they're going to ask the me." It's so not had hard it. to, to falsify, though, is no, it? No, but it's easier just getting it done, yeah. isn't it? Well, it's like, easy if you're not that out. bothered about it either way, it's easy just to have it. He wouldn't have got it done if it wouldn't been for going on that plane. Yeah, but that's not out of anti. That's yeah, just laziness. Yeah. Just like, oh, I can't be bothered. Like, I don't know. What's no, I think he would have done. I think he would have done. It's not the fact that he's anti-vax. He either would or he wouldn't. <laughs> or he might just have one. <laughs> <laughs> I just said both. <laughs> words. A, B, and C, uh, Bradley. Anyone going to have the boost off whether he did or not? <laughs> have you had it no uh, yes <laughs> oh, moving on seen. if it's yes turn to page 245 Chris you haven't, you haven't had the vaccine have you because you're in the healthcare profession and you don't want it but carry on what are you going to say <laughs> um, I was going to say I was at a wedding this weekend and that's why we're again sponsored and I got four of these one for each of us um, by Theberton Lion in Theberton in bag. just outside Southwold it's four pints in each bag of What he's holding up ale. looks like a blood in a bag. A blood bag. Neen even. Valley. What is it? Oh, you cut out a bit for us, so what is it? Oh, it's Neen Valley. It's some Neen Valley ale. Oh, ale, cool. Um, yeah. And we've got four pints of it, so that's Debiton Lion. Um, unfortunately, I can't drop off yours, so I'm going to drink them for Ooh. you. And, um, so whose wedding was it? It was my brother-in-law's, whose pub it was. Um... Obviously, marrying my sister. Um, so it's your sister's her. wedding, you mean? <laughs> so, um, yeah. It was good. It was good. Um, Just Blake, my sister it, knows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, basically, it was a lovely setting at um, an outside bar, though. And um, I went, for he's really into his beer, so he put up cakes for people to help themselves and that. But um, there was also a bar if you wanted spirits and stuff and you pay for. And um, I went and just grabbed a pint from there to have a walking pint around the grounds and um, it tasted disgusting. So tipped it away, thinking I'll stick to, like, just drinking spirits from now on those ales. Um, but... That became a that became an ongoing problem, like people going up and complaining about the, the beer tasting just a bit off. You know, it's like one of the gas in one of the pumps is not quite right. Maybe they hadn't um, cleaned the lines. Yeah, that's what I kept saying. But he was going. My uncle was like saying, "You taste your own fucking beer." He was like, <laughs> "I have tasted it. It's lovely." He went, "Go on then, go on." Now you got to think. My uncle is like six foot four. Maybe you're in the region of 25 to 30 stone Scotsman with kilt on and beard. We all know, I don't want to say he's like out of Austin Powers, but, <laughs> you know, he's a fucking, he's an absolutely legend. He's the bloke who, and what he did later, he just kept going around, you know, it's a nice family dude, lovely country wedding. But he's going back from the bar with shots permanently for people to do. And then walking back up to the bar again and getting, well, it's just rotating around. Anyway, um... He then farted. Is he, we... is he a gingerman as well? Sorry? Is he a gingerman? No, he isn't. I'm the only gingerman in the oh. family. Oh. Yeah. And the milkman. <laughs> and the milkman. Well, he's not in the family. He's just <laughs> you, a visitor. Think? <laughs> Uncle Milkman. Chris Evans um, is the milkman. He, we were sat outside having like um, just a nice chat. It was a lovely balmy evening. He farted and set off a succession of like people vomiting and moving everything. <laughs> and it completely killed the buzz. And the ambience of outside. I thought you were going to say fire um, alarm, but that was then, better. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was really funny because one of my my niece threw up, and she was like, uh, she had an operation a couple of years ago to stop her from throwing up because she had this condition. So she's hadn't thrown up in years and years. Right, and then this rewind. Sorry, two seconds. Along. So your uncle did a fart, right? So like like the scene, like in um, Stand by Me, when he's doing telling the story at the campfire, like a made up story within the story when he's talking about whatever his name is, the fat guy. I can't remember. There's a pieing contest. He ends up puking, and everyone then everyone starts barfing everywhere, and people are puking in handbags, etc. It's a made up story, but you're saying this actually happens because your uncle farted, and then loads of people puked and were puking saying, everywhere. Yeah, not in that dramatic way oh, okay. it was like did his kilt go up in the air <laughs> <laughs> everyone I'm cleared, imagining it in quite though, a cartoony like, way everyone scarpered and then like someone who was an outlier went and then threw up my niece <laughs> threw up and then that was making other people go because the smell of that and the smell of this fart still lingered. It was really nice. Even there wasn't even a, a, a right. bit of wind in the, the barmy, air. The barbiness just just left it hanging there. Was it? Was this yeah. before the first hanging. dance? This was uh, before the first dance. Excellent. Yeah, it was what, what were the speeches like? Vomit on the dance floor. Uh, they were. They were all right. They're pretty. You know, very emotional. More than anything else, there was nothing cruel or horrible there, um, and no like gleaming insights. Um, it was funny seeing my son and his cousin, who were really good pals, with this troop of middle-aged men who they only knew as regulars from my brother-in-law's pub who came to the, like, the evening do, and they were around this patio bit. And my son and his cousin were getting them to like march and then going, stop, down to attention. And it was just like these piss blokes who were about in their 50s, you know, with like balding, white hair, beards or whatever, and just doing what these kids are saying. <laughs> and at the end of it, 
as I was leaving, this lad who was with him ran up like he'd just been playing the game of football, like these middle-aged men there. Come on, guys. And he just ran over like, he goes, by the way, your son is great. Don't make him ever change, you know. He had us in stitches over there. And I was like, thanks, mate. He's like, don't make him cut his hair, you know. And he was giving me this, this real sort of, I felt like he was trying to have a real moment with me in this, this speech. But I thought, two 11-year-old boys are just making you look like lemons, mate. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to take advice from you. I don't understand how they got caught in that. Maybe if they'd done loads of drugs, you could probably get to it. But they were just absolutely pissed as farts. Um, my my Louisa got angry with me. Um, so she went home. And when I came home, it was all locked up. When I say home, it was like this cabin we were staying at the back of the pub. She'd locked it all up, so... What did you do? Like, oh, she's what did you do? do? What did you do? What have you done? It doesn't matter. Yeah, I was like, no, she's not going to open this for me. I don't want to relive that. I was like... <laughs> oh, right, okay. Ooh, bloody hell, <laughs> this is juice. Can we get Louisa, can we we get Louisa to come in? The can real we get Louisa yeah, to come no, in no, and tell us a story? <laughs> it was funny. Get her in, like, get her in. I gradually made my way into the bedroom by getting the kids out of the pub to stand out there with me and they were like oh, Uncle Graham why won't she let you in and I was like I don't know because I'm Auntie a Louisa's in there but she doesn't want to open the door and then eventually the door came over and got opened and let me in um, and then I just kept waking up in the night with pillows being thrown at me and my blankets being whipped off of her going you cunt you're not even trying you're not even trying um, she went you said when we get together that you snore sometimes. <laughs> as long as you don't... I was wondering how she put up with it. drink too much, put on too much weight, or smoke too much. She goes, smoke more than ever, you drink every single day, and you got fat. And I was like, just pretend to be asleep. I can't change it now. And I'm gonna but do you more do snoring. do a cracking so just... podcast. <laughs> the podcast is amazing. Snored, snored my way through it. But yeah, that was it. Okay. Debiton. Debiton Lion in Debiton. Yeah. Finest Ales. Calm it down a bit on that, So though, are yeah. you going to get her to come upstairs and tell us what really happened? Calm it down a bit on that, though. Give her no, a shout. Give her a shout. I'm with her the snoring, man, because I was thinking, fucking hell, if I was like a woman and had to like live with that, I'd just, yeah, there's no way. I would have cut his throat fucking long ago. Well, no, I'd just sleep in another room. She'd have the room. operation, shouldn't he? Yeah, snoring. I'd sleep in another room, selfish, definitely. Selfish, really selfish. I mean, I'd meet up to do, I mean, make babies and that, or try to pretend to make babies. But then, Thanks, then yeah, Cheers, sleep, in, sleep in a different room. <laughs> so we've we've had the uh, your 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 week sounds. I'll take that as a compliment. Yeah. Your week. I've always been up for babies. Sounds exciting. <laughs> Let's hear about Mr. Greg Hickson's week. What have oh, you been doing this week, well, Greg? Got rid of Joe on a Sunday. Oh yeah, uh, Joe from last yeah, week. Hey, joking, mate. If you listen, down. We've got the vet. So, out. so you, got, you got the place back to yourself. Yes. So I just done fuck all. So you can relax. So I thought I'd best catch up and watch as many shows the last week or so. So <laughs> I was. We were I saying before the podcast come on because you sometimes sit there and you're quite depressed. Like, oh, I'm not doing anything. We're saying that your life is like the dream. It's like you've fallen into blockbuster. Well, yeah. And you can just sit all day long, have a smoke, watch whatever you want. I know, but then so, you... And I look at all this stuff and I think, oh, I'd love to watch that. I'd love to watch that. I don't get time. It's good. I don't get time. It's great when you find the odd thing, you get find a little pocket of programmes. It's good when you find a couple on the bounce and you're like, oh, like two series and you're not lost in between and fight, like picking and choosing. I can always find something to watch, but then... Changing yeah, rooms and then loose women. Um, what, so what have I watched? So I watched yeah, all of Northwater and I thought we'd talk about that more because I know, I know Chris is going to watch that. Um, so we'll save that um maybe went to till he's watched it have you 
have you watched any more of Nine Perfect Strangers? Yes, I've watched all of it. I think I've watched all of them up so, to date. Yeah, yeah. I, w- I was watching this week the the big mushroom when they're going out and it's all they're doing mushrooms. And the thing that gets me is it's like, and we know it's acting, obviously they're not really on mushrooms, but yeah, there's loads of situations they'd be in where. Do you know, like, they're walking in that field and they're just like, oh, this is amazing. Oh, this... You'd take your shoes off if you're on mushrooms and you'd be barefoot doing all that. Well, I mean, that's your you personally, yeah. I'd, I'd be thinking, like, oh, I know I'm on mushrooms and everything, but I want to watch out for getting shit stamped, you yeah, know, I still don't, want, I still don't shit. want dog shit between my De- toes. Depends how, it depends what state you are on Chris mushrooms, I suppose. You want to have sex. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you'd be fucking, you'd be trying to fuck people if you're on their mushrooms. You'd be fucking the ground. <laughs> I would be. I'd be making love to Mother Earth. <laughs> uh, yeah. Feel me I inside, think, you Gaia. I think they captured the day trip thing quite quite well though in some somewhat visually like they in uh, what's it midsummer they do it quite well in that as well sort of the feeling of it what it feels like to trip yeah sort of midday and yeah so creep you out. what's that thing called? so that so that's what you've been doing this week watching a lot of programs yeah so yeah I watched um, upload I watched the whole of that I didn't like that um, I thought it was crap you, you only watched the first episode the first didn't episode, you yeah if yeah. I only watched the first episode I probably wouldn't have it's a bit hard isn't it when something that's like watching 10 minutes of a 90 minute film really isn't it so it doesn't really make sense so well, how- I mean unless you, 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 some, I know sometimes you can tell by the first 10 minutes of a film yeah. oh that's going to be but really nah it, it take, there's a lot it to set up it gets better does it yeah there's it's, yeah, some great things in it which I think you'd uh, like the idea of the art mixing obviously I'm into the the afterlife uh, well, I'm into the afterlife that's something I study well you'll be there soon but, looking uh, forward to it <clears throat> yeah and and I, so I like shows about I like films and series I haven't watched the other one what's the other one The Good Place I think it is is it yeah The Good Place on Netflix, it's quite yeah. an old one isn't it um, is that with Kristen Bell? Yeah, with Kristen Bell. Yeah, anyway, but this one, it's yeah, it's, it's got some nice ideas in it. Anyway, like so, the idea that there's loads of different afterlives. It's, so it's, it's basically it's stretching out a concept from Black Mirror, isn't it? An idea, something they touched on in Black Mirror. There was one episode where you could digitally upload yourself yeah, so yeah. to an afterlife, a digital afterlife, um, and they've just ran with that. Uh, really um, and there's there's so there's lots of different ones there's one by Apple and they, they bring real life brand names into it as well and if you can print and you can print out your body in later life or they're working on the technology to print out yourself so you can da- re-download yourself back into a human Ooh, nice. body and the, the, the machine's made by Oscar Meyer who do like fucking wean like hot dogs and shit like that yeah because that's so one problem we've like got that. that's, that's one funny. problem we've got not enough people in the world yeah yeah um, but no, it's not talking. Well, yes. Tell me about it. But yeah, it's more. It's more about these these afterlife. So they're made. So there's ones that are sort of the one that he goes to Lakeview or whatever it's called. It's sort of designed for older people, really. So it's like because he he gets put in on his his wife's plan or is it his wife? Are they married? I can't remember. Or his girlfriend's plan. I can't remember. Um, and he ends up getting tied up tied up in their medical plan. So he gets put in her grandma's afterlife so it's what her, her grandma would want it. but it's, it's a nice place obviously and there's it's, it's just got some nice touches about my theories about how the afterlife would work and then mixed with computer glitchiness and stuff like that and there was loads yeah. of sex was there no that's the thing there, was, there wasn't that much fucking but they, they, no did, they oh. did that they, but you can meet up with your spouse like so when your spouse dies you can meet up with them in the afterlife and wear a sex suit so for them, it's they they they're programmed to feel it all or whatever anyway. Um, but then you can wear a sex suit and go in. Obviously, no, the, the virtual reality is like way ahead of like anything. No pun in stories this but. week. Uh, no, no, I started. I started. I got an email in actually from someone saying about uh, 
uh, about punting and going like, oh, well, uh, uh, G-Dog's got to try this. But it's, I t- I, so what I said to them is, I talk a good, I talk a good whore. You talk like, a good punt. <laughs> yeah, I talk a good punt, but I don't actually, yeah, I haven't actually done anything like that well, in a year. Were they you I just thought it was quite funny to talk about it. Um, I was saying, oh, you should try out, so this, this guy wrote in saying, you should try out Adult Works. Hey, let me find it. Hi, Greg. This is Science, who can remain not anonymous. Um, I heard the podcast this week uh, and wanted to give you some anonymous. Please don't relate this to me on the podcast. On <laughs> Ladies of the Night. That's why I haven't heard. Uh, Stephen Humphreys. <laughs> yeah. On Ladies of the Night. The oldest trade in the world. You need to get on adultwork.com. It's the directory inquiry for whores. Normally independent, quite a lot of English women as well. The search function is pretty detailed, as you can find one for anything, winky face. Uh, when I had a go, uh, I used to go on a forum, up uh, UK punting, in brackets, and double check they are genuine. Decent at it and how uh, decent at it and how close they look to the pictures. Like they look to the pictures, sorry. Um, I said, good looking out. Um, uh, have you got it all right with it? Then I, and I hadn't actually looked, so I, I went on today and I checked for Buckinghamshire, um, for escorts and oh Christ it's fucking te- like ropey nice. as fuck yeah no I'd rather stick with the lies I think I'd rather look at the ones that are, that are lies and then go like and maybe, finish yourself off yeah, just wank over the ones that are lies and they're not so not we're not going to be ones. having a new segment called Greg's Punt of the Week not then. from the pictures I've saw the, the like ones are not through Adult Works I think there are I think there's other venues uh, what if we all chipped in and down. bought you a pig uh, what if we all chipped in and hired yeah. you a pig and then you could come back yeah, and tell I'm us not, what I'm it was not, like I'm not that desperate so I'm, I'm okay I, I, did, I did go out on my I did go for a drink uh, on on Friday was yeah, it so we went out I. for my birthday we went into town yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. first time in two years I've been out was it oh yeah because you didn't come up for the yeah, la- la- other last one. time and now it reminded me why I don't go out and I'll oh, probably no, was go right, yeah, it was alright oh, no. well I said oh it was alright eventually because I was feeling the same as him when we first went out I was going I was going this is I was going fuck it I just want to go home because the two people we went out to meet weren't there and I was like, well, me and you could sit and do this because you, you, you don't drink. So it's not like you're going to get any different and be like, really rowdy. But <laughs> saying that, you do, you're, let, you're, you're one of these people that, who's that, like, you're... Got some good energy off you, you lift, guys. Your energy lifts with other people. So if you're with people drinking, you're sort of like, that's a bit like my great oh, uncle. Yeah, look at these scumbags. <laughs> my great uncle was like that. He, he'd, he was teetotal, but he'd go out with people drinking and just get into their frame of mind. Uh, but me, I can't, I can't do that shit. I've got to be... I've got to get drunk. Anyway, but then uh, Jason turned up and then we started drinking a bit more and then sort of got into it and we started having a bit more of a laugh and I was like, oh, actually, this is all right. Went to the Harrow for the first time in ages. And it's yeah. all right there. And there were some girls, some real life girls there and I just realised like, shit, it's been so long. And there was actually, an opp- there was an opportunity. I did start talking to a girl and then it didn't, yeah, I just didn't follow it up. I mean, there was, there was that tall blonde bird. You got that there, far away look in your eyes. I did start <laughs> yeah. talking to a girl. <laughs> <laughs> then, yeah, back life. in the room, back in the room. Then, <laughs> How much uh, do I owe you? And I was oh, gonna, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, how much do I, oh, do I, I don't need to pay, do for, this, do pay I? for this yeah I mean it's great guy his name's G his name's G-Dog and we had we had a one night stand and he left a hundred quid on the side of the bed it was with Margaret that was quite a long time ago now um, but yeah so but the, obviously I could still talk to girls but I just didn't really feel I was just ah, oh, I've got to be in the mood to really be to talk to someone new I think that's the thing. Even though I was, I'd had a few beers, you got to turn it on. Yeah, I know. Sometimes I just see, I think I've, surely I don't need cocaine to speak to people. There well. was no. Well, I just, there's one. There's one point. I, there's one point I wanted to pick up on um, that Greg mentioned, and it reminded me of one of my favourite comedians. You may have heard of him. So He's, can I just say? Otherwise, I'm going to finish that point. So this, I did see the girl. I, someone said, Jason went like, get a number. 
And I could have done. I should have gone up and asked for her number because she was definitely looking at me. There was shared looks a couple of times. You even pointed. I think you might have pointed out. Going, oh, oh, me, yeah. you. I know when it was Jason. Someone was pointing Jason. out. I didn't even see you talk. To, I didn't know about that. No, yeah. There's a girl. There's one girl on my right, and then there's this other girl. There's two girls, in fact, a two ago, possibly. But there's one I didn't actually speak to, but I kept looking at. And there's one I was speaking to, but I should have got the number off the one that I was looking at because I think we had a moment, possibly. Okay. But I don't know. Anyway, yeah. Sorry, Carol. That's right. No, there's one. There's one thing you mentioned that sort of reminded me of. Um, he's quite. Um, he's quite. An, he's an up and up and coming comedian. You might have heard of him. His name's Bob Servation, and it's <laughs> the type of thing he would say. Whereas they say if prostitution is the oldest oldest profession, who would they trade with? Because everyone else would be skint, <laughs> wouldn't they? Well, so there must be other professions so that they could pay <laughs> yeah. her to be a prostitute. They'd Good point. Well, the farmers, 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 the farmers, a profession. Farmers giving bread for sex. Yeah, yeah but they're bread. a profession. That's a profession, yeah. isn't it? Being a farmer was that before yeah. sliced bread. So yeah, farming's the oldest profession. Yeah, farming's the oldest. And profession. hunting. Yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, they say the oldest profession. I think they don't really mean that, do they? Exactly. Yeah. That's I think. Well, observation no, would have a field day with that. Is what I'm saying. Sorry, yeah, got you. It would be in the cave when you got When you're in the cave and you've got nothing, you know, you might go. She might turn around and go, I'll tell you what, I'll suck your knob if you move, if I can be, go a bit closer to the fire. Don't necessarily need jobs for that. Well, that isn't, isn't being a landlord a profession? What was your opener with the girl then? Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. The one thing I wanted to know, Greg, was when you're out, had fashions changed? Because, you know, there was still very much craft beer movement, things like that, when um, I was last out. Two years um, ago. Was it still the same? Uh, oh, craft hell of a lot of beers. Oh, no, yeah, you're right. Sorry, got you. Yeah, craft. I don't. Oh, Jason was trying to get. He was trying to get certain beers in there, wasn't he? Down the bottom of the har- uh, bar. Yeah, where they do special ones. Did he get anything special? I can't I remember. Think so, I don't it's think much. Had, uh, Nothing's really changed. Yeah. Um, do you know? I was thinking um, about when did beards change being from like a 1970s pedo thing to like being quite a. You know, I'll tell you when. Cool or being accepted thing. It was about 2011, 2012, I think, when the beards became cool again. It was about that. Because I, I, I was thinking about us lot. I was like yeah. thinking, like, George Michael must have had a bit of it when it was like, like people go, what did they say, designer stubble. And I was like, G-Dog's a bit sort of designer stubbly. Yeah. I'm a little bit more like gold prospector. <laughs> <laughs> like moustache and speckled like that. And then... I think Barry's like a um, no. history teacher. Yeah, yeah. thank you. No Um And then Johnny, oh, no. that's just like genetics, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's been drawn like a wrestler. On. Like a Mexican <laughs> thank wrestler. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. But were, were you saying about, I was thinking about, you know, the way drinks go around in fashion as well. You were saying about that. Yeah. Um, I think because they sort of, they tried in the 90s to invent new drinks and it never works. So dr- drinks go round in fashion. At like the moment, they're trying to make uh, amaretto. Apparently, has come back in fashion because really? it sort of, be- yeah, it sort of became like a nan's drink, didn't it, or a, a Christmas cabinet drink? And now, yeah. apparently, in London, amaretto is the thing is the thing to have because previously Cause- it was gin. They were trying to make gin trendy, but then now yeah. everyone, all, everyone, and you know, in their Tesco's is all about flavored gin. So the wankers in London have to come up with something new. So now it's amaretto, apparently. That's it, yeah. Because remember, we went through like in the nineties. It was peach snaps. Yeah. What was it? Archers or whatever, and things like that, wasn't it? Uh, golden things. Gold slager, whatever it was called. Yeah. Oh, gold slager. Um, what was your opener with the girl in the pub? Can you remember? No, it was. It was. I can't remember. She was just sat. She was sat right next to me. She was right next to you. Okay, so and I'm her. 
<laughs> yeah, no, it's well, just right sat on my right, you, and I don't know. I'm I just, with no, my I just commented on something. I think I asked for a lighter off the oh, table. Yeah, there of their table. Lighter, the old classic. Okay. So do it with uh, me, the lighter then. <laughs> no, I don't, but there was no opener because it wasn't like it didn't go anywhere. So it's not like. So let's just uh, start how you started. I didn't talk so you, to the girl that I think I should have talked to. So you asked for a lighter. She was attractive. The one I did talk to was quite attractive. Why don't we well, just do she what would have been? She wasn't looking at me the other what way. What would the other have one been? Was. What you what you would have wanted to have happened? So please ask me for the lighter. I didn't ask her for the light. I asked her that someone on her table for a lighter. Do it now. Okay. Uh, I'll sort of cobble your light there, please. Yeah, sure. You can have. Uh, I've got a lighter actually. Here you go. Oh, cool. <laughs> so, uh, I don't, yeah, fuck knows what I said. I wouldn't have said, "Did you come here often?" I, I wouldn't. Have, I didn't ask her a question. I think I commented on something she I'm said. Sorry, who are you talking to? <laughs> What's happening here? Uh, It'd be a terrible shame to put a mask yeah, on that know. face, darling. <laughs> Oh, who's this guy? Yeah. Is this one of oh, your damn, friends? I should have said that. This guy's well hunky. Who's this guy with the beard? He looks Fancy like Fancy having a Zoom meeting. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, you're no. not very good at it. Yeah, definitely not very good no, at it. No, no, that's why I need, I need more practice. Another, do you want another what chance? One more go. Well, I need to go out more. The thing is, like, that was the first, I was like, why yeah, do you go out the, more? Now one more the pubs go. are open. I should be going out. Do you want one more, more go? With people, though, not by myself. I said it's creepy going out by yourself talking one to girls. One more go. Hey, one more go. Well, one more go at what? The lighter chat. I did, yeah, but look, I, this, this, you've got to be in the moment. If I, there was something going on, just get, you've got to put it in context. See, if you're there and you're wearing a certain dress and doing something or something's sexy. happening, then I can fucking make a, <laughs> so, a joke about it. Go. Just go. Okay. Fingers go on with the role play. Just the two fingers on your t-shirt. Right. Just say I love uh, your gym jams. Three. I'll describe yeah, what like I'm wearing. Okay. Like your gym jam. So I'm wearing a, sh- a skirt down to my knees. <laughs> I didn't. I wouldn't go. <laughs> I'm wearing a Hello Kitty even top. Bosom, oh, no, even sweaty bosom. Hello Kitty top. Oh, Hello Kitty. Yeah, but it's the quite low. My eleven year old, my eleven year old daughter likes that. See, let me just tell you first. You <laughs> can't see the top. Quite low. Why did I say that? I'm wearing a Pandora necklace. Whose daughter is it? <laughs> I've got pigtails. Let's get to the bottom of this. Pigtail braids, like in my hair. <laughs> so you're a child. Okay. No, I'm really? in my mid twenties. Oh, okay. I'm mid twenties. So ask for the lighter again. <laughs> Madeline McCann would uh, be about that age. <laughs> Could you pass me that lighter, please? Yeah, sure, no problem. There you go. Thank you. Wow, you're, you look quite attractive. Oh, but, thank you very uh, much. Thank I you mean, very much. But, but quite, I mean, th- but I've got a feeling you've got no soul. What? Can you prove otherwise? What do you mean by that? I like movies. Just the way you're dressed. Little neg. Just the, the, <laughs> the vacuous looking no you are. No soul. I, don't really, I never really think about a soul or anything like that. Do you like magic tricks? You're quite funny. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying a bit of negging there. Yeah, because I, oh, I wouldn't say any of that oh, stuff. Oh, negging. That's what old men do, but isn't it? That's what I don't... I never approach or talk to girls well, like that. you're talking to like, me. <laughs> like, I never approach or talk to girls. I don't. That's the thing. I know, but I, I never do. You're talking I, I'm, to me I'm now. I'm surprised I've ever had sex, if I'm honest. Really? Yeah. But you're so You've confident. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm hid, hid you seem my, so confident. Hid away on a computer on my microphone. Yeah. Do you uh, like fruit? <laughs> Suck my cock. It's a peach. Yeah. No, I, t- I do tend to be. That's the problem, isn't it? Like, would you like me to buy your drink? English people in general. Um, I think they rely on alcohol. She's and, quite persistent. This one, isn't and she? drugs. <laughs> yes. Oh, you can buy me a drink. I, yes, I think please. he's deaf. It's <laughs> uh, hard of hearing. Comment her on her beard. But yeah. okay, we well, did well. I don't think I compliment her. That's the thing. I have to get really drunk. You might get a I second think, date. Yeah, and then that's the thing. You don't realise how obnoxious you are when you're drunk as well. It can be good. It's a good icebreaker, and you're like, "Hey, look at me! I'm crazy!" And you might think of a funny thing to do quickly to make a group of girls laugh, but then talking to them after that. You, you know, you're thinking like, I'm, t- I'm on fire here, but really you're like, <laughs> no change yeah. there then. So usually that's I need two, usually I need, when you need no, but usually I need two opportunities need re- with a girl. I need that chance. I need that one time, the first impression, which is usually shit and kind of shit. 
and then I'm like, I'm like a bit too much. I'm like, oh God, they see the clown me. And then the second one, I'm like, hey, yo. That time I was being all stupid before. That's not normally me. Uh, Do it the other I'm way around. much cooler. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no, that's, no, that's, no. I insist yeah, on doing that that's the right thing to do pull them in and then but that's when you've got to have a sincere job up your sleeve yeah oh yes and you yeah, go yeah. what do you do anyway and you go and they go oh, oh man, yeah. and then you just go and that's in, what I go like, yeah, they'll go oh I sit around wanking and do, uh, like thinking of jokes for a podcast all week yeah well, no not, don't say that yeah, but you don't uh, no shit you don't, don't, yeah, you don't do that I'm a professional chaser I'm on the chase yeah, yeah, yeah. you know have you ever seen it no I go to work what's that oh you must have seen it with Bradley Walsh <laughs> I'm a chaser <laughs> yeah. you do one, oh, yeah. you do one of those things all week if they haven't seen it, I can say I'm a chaser. And it's not writing jokes. But they'll be at school. <laughs> or at work, sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't write But I, don't I remember write any once, jokes. So I, I, something I've never forgotten, an older head and shoulders advert, that you say you never get a second chance to make a first impression. And yes. I've never forgotten that. I don't know if it's true or not. But what I we do with it. someone with Alzheimer's? Or Clive Waring, the guy with a 30-second memory. And goldfish. Uh, I forgot that instantly because he didn't make a good enough impression. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Oh yeah. Or if you were taking fingerprints. So I think we've done Greg's week, Chris's week, and uh, my week was the same. Oh no. So well, if we if we if my week's just based on things I've watched, then we haven't finished my week really. I wanted to talk about the prospects as well. That's okay. really good. Oh, Chris, Chris has seen that. Too. You've seen it, haven't you? Prospect. Are we recommending shows now? Prospect. What is it? So, oh, for, uh, Pedro Pascal and and he's he's, he's no, no Man's Sky. It's basically like No Man's yes. Sky. Yes. It's really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. So the yeah, it's a great sci-fi film. Yeah, um, it's, it's, it's held as the best indie sci-fi since Moon, and I'd say definitely. It was, it, yeah. I'd say it's even better. Well, no, it's a different film to Moon, uh, but it's got it's created a world that's very realistic. I, I love sci-fi films that you can totally like really believe in so like the tech, the yeah. guns, the suits, and everything. All the set, the, yeah, the um, costume design, all that shit. It's all spot on. It's a, a, a real world. It's a futuristic, but very real world. Like I say, like I always go on about the old, new aesthetic with Star Wars, how you've got dirty things in the future, so they look real. Yeah, I mean, it's like, like, they, do, like they do in any time. It's that sort of, um, yeah, as opposed to Star Trek's look at the yeah, future yeah, yeah. where things stuck in exactly. pristine jumpers. Like, um, but yeah, all the, all the stuff's great. And the, the farming, the, the detail they go into, the writing, I don't know if it's based on a book or it's an original screenplay, um, but it's really good how, how much detail they've gone into in all the harvesting stuff and all the farming, all the weird alien things. Uh, the planet they're on is quite cool as well because they've, they've only used a simple effect of having all these things floating around like in Avatar where they've got all the little seeds off the trees floating around. It's a simple effect. It reminds me, what was that fucking one with Jennifer Jason Lee in it? Um, sci-fi film where the, the uh, all the colours, where all the beasts are like changed and uh, it's a really psychedelic look to it oh yeah it's based on a book isn't yeah, it it's three fuck, books it was on Netflix, Netflix yeah? Yeah, it was on Netflix and yeah. then it all starts going weird and yes. she meets that silvery person yeah. at the end yeah yeah, yeah um, it's a bit the planet reminded me a bit like that that planet see um, what Chris wants to say quick and then jump in again. yeah I was just going to say do you think the um, the fact that there's no they base it on there's nothing stupid or made up like this. there's not going to be a magic solution to it or no. there's not like Jedi skill or that it's pretty like it's really this re- is your opportunity to get here and yeah. there or do this and that's it it's really real it's, it's sort of like and also orbit. when they get sh- there's no plot armour type shit where no, it's D- like Sex Machina where it's called uh, yeah what, what about it he's saying there isn't any of that Sex Machina is when there's some magical thing yeah, that yeah, kills yeah, yeah. everything so it's got, well yeah god like whatever yeah. it means in Latin like, so it's, there's a film there's a film there's a film and computer game called yeah. that as well um yeah, so yeah, like when uh, like Pedro Pascal gets shot, for instance, 
they use this futuristic stuff to seal up the wound, but then it doesn't take and stuff, and then you know, he yeah, ends yeah. up fucking losing his arm. Like, so it's not ruined. Yeah, thanks yeah. for that. Well, yeah, okay, maybe a bit ruined. I was going to say uh, also the, if you look at the fo- you can tell where the story's go. I don't want to ruin anything by telling saying Here what happens in the story, but <laughs> you can up. tell. But it's a bit like Invincible, whereas when we see the poster, so you can tell. You, you can tell where the story's going to go because, yeah, because of who's in the poster, basically. Right? Or who's head, like, top of the... Because Jay, Jay Duplass is in it as well, Mark oh, yeah, Duplass's well. brother. Um, but, yeah, I won't say anything more. Well, that's a great in-depth review there, I think. Not so, really, but, yeah. It's, what do you mean, not really? Don't put yourself down. That was really good. You don't need to say anything else about it unless well, you want no, to, no, but right. that makes me want to watch it. Well, you're it. good. As long as you watch it, it's, I want to it's see really it. good. Chris? Do you know uh, what was on started 40 years ago? Uh, I'm sure you're going to tell us, Greg. Only fools and horses. <laughs> oh, forty oh, years ago. Hell. That's the same distance between um, Greg Back to the Future and being born. one and the first World War. I'll tell you what I watched this week on Sunday. I actually, I actually paid for it. The Suicide Squad. I've seen that. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It's quite actually funny. paid for it just because it was a short end. Pete Davidson dies right good? at the Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, no, it's better, much better than the first one. Yeah, it's much better. Oh, it's better. Pete Davidson, the comedian, in it. Yeah, he dies straight away. Okay. That's yeah, not a spoiler. spoiler. He <laughs> dies at the beginning. <laughs> right yeah. at the beginning. Yeah, I thought it was fun. It was fun. It would be fun if, he film. Died. if I told you he died at the end, it'd be a spoiler. And then this week, I've been also uh, listening to a lot of podcasts, doing research, and I can tell you none of them are as good as this one. Yeah, the Darren so Brown don't one. bother listening. I oh, know that. Yeah, all right, then that one's good. You told me that, really. Have you heard about this news? Sorry, go on. I was just going to say, I watched the film Kate, you know, like this about this woman who'd been in a program, but it's just a little bit like Crank. Yeah. um, Because she gets infected and she can only last so long. And it's a little bit like Black Widow. Um, But the actress, uh, Mary Elizabeth. Oh, Winston. That's the other one. Yeah, yeah. She's pretty. Good. She's more sort of believable than like Charlize Theron was. Yes, in the old guard because she can do all the bits and bits. It's quite good, but she's no Sigourney Weaver. Physically, I thought physically she did quite well in it. I thought she was quite believable. Yeah, fairly believable. Yeah, Some definitely. of the fight scenes are quite good. Um, it lost its way a little bit though with all the uh, the Woody Harrelson storyline. It's all a bit sort of Woody Harrelson. Is he like Woody Harrelson's brother or something? Woody Harrelson. Yeah. Well, oh, so what? Are you, what sorry, you the man who can't say one fucking word right? <laughs> me up on how to say Woody Harrelson yeah it's like the shame so how, how are you meant to say it how are you meant to say it I think it's Woody Harrelson isn't Har- it? Woody Har- Harrelson that was what I said did you I say, say Woody Harrelson Harrelson sorry Harrelson. I thought it was a different well, actor I, I normally sorry. say Woody Harrelson <laughs> I normally say Woody Harrelson oh okay cool Don't, like, I, I let a lot of yours go these days but really? not, not, not anymore not anymore so I'll be picking up on every single syllable every single one excellent bands guys excellent <laughs> Good bands, guys. But what was that? Did you say b- bands or sad? Yeah, I said bands. Oh, you got to wait till I do it. You can't just nah, nah, nah. I like to Not pick you up. Oh, on you it. couldn't even say that right. But <laughs> so I said Woody, Woody, um, Woody Harrelson. Yeah, I did uh, pause it during the knife fight and point out to Lou why they hadn't had proper training because you don't hold a knife like that in a knife fight. I was paused it going this is why with a pen was that at the wedding poked her in the eye like is that, is that why like she that. locked you out were you watching like on your that. phone at the wedding <laughs> this yeah this is why I got that's why everyone with. threw up yeah you need to have you seen Under, like, Under Siege the end of Under Siege with Tommy Jones and Steven Seagal when yeah. that's how that's how you're meant to hold a knife isn't it when you're knife fighting so the, the blade's going down your forearm so the blade's fe- like yeah. yeah so the, yeah, back yeah. Of the back of the blade well, is well it's because it doesn't slip yeah, and then cut the hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And you're more likely to... Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I've been you know, in a lot of knife fights. Well, yeah, same principle it. as if you you're weak, your, your wrist is weaker than your palm. That's why you're using that in kung fu or whatever. You strike someone like that with your wrist, with the palm, Could it doesn't you, it doesn't break. Your I wrist, think, your wrist weak is the weak like that. And I think around, the main but, thing you guys need to remember is that a podcast, <laughs> a podcast isn't a visual isn't a visual medium. So yeah. the listener has no idea what you two are doing. Yeah, well, I'm I, I am describing it as well. I think I'm, yeah, I'm wiggling I'm well. wiggling my wrist, my yeah. arm around, and you can visualise very, that very dramatically. And I'm doing the stuff with knives. Yeah, yeah very good. You can visualise it all. So now we know your special skills, we can move forward. I think um, something I read in the news this week that may uh, shock shock you to the core. Um, shops have been urged to look for children buying large quantities of tinned goods. Police have issued a warning to shops over a concerning new viral trend involving baked beans. Shops have been urged to look out for children buying large quantities of the tinned goods while parents are being encouraged to check their cupboards. It comes after beaning, a bizarre new trend which took off on social media sharing app TikTok. Beaning involves children smearing baked beans onto people's driveways, doors and cars and of course filming it. Numerous videos have been posted on social media with the hashtag Bean Bandits with a Z. You make sure you get that Z, not S at the end. And the messy craze has prompted West Yorkshire Police to issue a warning to retailers and parents. So keep your eyes open, keep them peeled. This sounds like something that adults have created yes. to stop kids being naughty. Like, beaning sounds like the least bad thing they could possibly do. Like, they've made it up and they go, if we say it's popular on TikTok, all the kids will start doing it. Well, yeah, I think it's disgusting. I think it is really bad because I hate be- baked beans. So <laughs> it sounds like a viral uh, marketing campaign. For and they, if they did cheese as well, if they were like cheesy beaning, if they're going around going cheesy beans, cheesy beans, and chucking cheesy it sounds beans, sounds really stupid. Ones. Like, like, so on door handles, oh, I've got loads of tins. Like, how much? How many tins of beans do you have to buy to pour them on a driveway? You have to buy fucking loads. Well, because Antifa were using tin goods, weren't they, to attack the police? And so now the kids here have like followed on. I blame mm. BLM. Yeah. Basically, but I think also it's very, very dangerous with these supply chain issues we're having at the moment. Um, tin food stuff could save us when they're uh, due to Brexit, the pandemic, and COVID when there's no food left. Well, well, they'll be well if they come and be, come and bean me. I'll just sweep them up, wash them out, and yeah. um, put them in the bath. Fill up a bathtub. Well, I haven't seen that yet. Hopefully, jo- Johnny, you're so quick on the news and so your fingers on the pulse that my finger is on most my pulse. People probably don't know about this story for the next well, few yeah, weeks. Well, yeah, we just broke that story. And then it'll be massive, and everyone will be talking about it. It'll be like, remember when Johnny said about beanie? We'll probably get the Did blame you know, when it comes to our town. We'll you, get the blame for that. Can you remember at school, um, like copy decks glue smell of fish, didn't it? That you'd have in the art. art yeah. Room? yeah. I found out that. Um, fish bones, when boiled down, make excellent glue. That'll be it then. And horses. So I if there's horses a link do there. as well, yeah. When we were putting that on your hands, you used to put it off like skin. Good times. Good times. Uh, so this week I've watched some stuff and read some stuff. So I'll tell you about something I read first because I think it's really cool. And it's called, uh, I saw it in FF- SFX magazine, and it's a graphic novel called The Nice House on the Lake. Uh, I'm going to tell you what the first one's about just to get you wet your appetite i, I think if you Ooh. even if you read it it wouldn't ruin it so i'll give you a quick synopsis because i think it's quite clever so basically get there's the these 12 people right and it's meant to be 15 but only 12 go to the house on the lake and they've grown up with this guy all their life called walter and they went to school with him and like chilled out with him and, and like hung out with all so it shows loads of flashbacks and more hanging out with him and then they ha- don't see him for ages and then he sends them all an email saying oh i've got this really nice house i want you to come and stay at it so they all 
12 of them go and stay and they get called different names. Like one's called the accountant, the comedian, the doctor, the scientist. And he names them all and he says, oh, we're got, there's going to be like little tasks and little stuff. And, and it does it in flashbacks. So you see one talking about in this weird place, like, oh, we went to the house and this is what happened sort of thing. And uh, so they all go to the house and they're all like walking around going, this is the shit, man. This is the bollocks. Look at it as cinema rooms. There's like everything. It's just the shit. So they're all sitting in the house and then suddenly they start checking their phones and fucking the world just starts burning to down to the ground. Like everything just sets on fire. Like CNN newscasting, people are tweeting, going, my skin's coming off and all this crazy <laughs> shit. Yeah. And they go, look at this. Yeah. Is this real? Yeah, it's real. And then Walter turns up and he goes, basically, I'm an alien and yeah, your planet is fucked. But because I like you lot and I hung out with you for so long, you can stay in this house forever and there'll be nothing you ever want for and you can live here. And then one of them tries to kill him and hit, like hits him. This woman hits him with something and his head just goes, just goes straight through him and back again. And then he rips her arm off <laughs> and like fucking her arm flies off. And then he just like, disappears and they're all just stuck in this fucking house. And that's how it ends. Not the first episode. And there's some guy talking about a flashback. Uh, it's by a guy who wrote a graphic novel called The Woods. And he actually, and Mario at work said he wrote The Department of Truth as well, the one I've read before. Okay. So I think he did yeah. that as well, but it's fucking quality. The Nice House on the Lake is well worth watching. Reading, sorry. It's a graphic novel. It's a new book. Oh, I read. That, novel, sorry. That actually brilliant. reminds me of a story that Darren Brown was talking about on his podcast. It's about an actual cult in America where this woman convinced all these people that the world was going to be, dis- these aliens were coming to destroy the world. Yeah. And if you join her cult... Yeah. They were going to take you up Heaven's Gate. Yeah, is I've that got the a T-shirt. Gate? They, they, they yeah. were going to save you. So, and they, we talked about it on the podcast. We all died. We with did the, this on our fucking. They didn't special. die. They didn't die. Oh right. So, this, well, if you let me finish, I'll, oh, no, I'll crack sorry. on. Um, so it's about cognitive dissonance. So these people on the leading, the week leading up to when the end of the world was going to be gave away all their worldly goods. They gave away their houses, their cars, all their property because they weren't going to need it because they were going up um, in the spaceship. Now, as the night drew on, it was becoming clearer and clearer that the world wasn't ended. And then the leader, this woman, said, wait, wait, I have a message. And she went outside and ummed and ahed for a bit. And she came back in and she went, great news, because you've been so generous and given away all your uh, worldly goods. They said the earth is spared and they all rejoice. No one actually said, wait a minute, this is bollocks. I've got a feeling that could still be Heaven's Gate. It might be. Because I've got a feeling they did that. They did it a few times. They kept saying the world yeah, was yeah. going to end and then it didn't. Yeah. Uh, and then that was the final time they did it. But they, no, they did do that right, he didn't go into times. that fire. He should no, I just thought it was interesting the, the cognitive dissonance part of it. Mm, where, yeah, whereby your beliefs are so intrinsic to your very being and also the embarrassment of admitting that you were wrong, you will do backflips in your mind to, to make your reality double stay down. the same. Yeah. Double, double down, down mate. Double, double down, down. those beliefs. It's like I spoke to a woman today, right? And she said she doesn't speak... She's Scottish and she doesn't speak... I was telling earlier, but she doesn't speak to her family in Scotland. She's fallen out with them all, right? Because she's like a proper Brexiteer UKIPper. Yeah, yeah. Like GB, U-Kipper, U- U- GB a, News yeah. watcher. Smoke me a UKIPper. I'll be back in the morning for some tea. I mean, breakfast. Like stuff like, well, Scotland can't be independent if you have a vote. How will they survive? They need England. It's devout. We you need this country. You got blah, blah, blah. So, But then when it came to leaving the EU, she was like, we don't need the EU sovereign. She did the old sovereign country. Yeah, yeah. I go, what does that actually mean? That doesn't yeah. mean anything, does it? But the weird thing is, can you not see? Like to her, it's like, yeah. can you not see? 
you're saying the same shit to them yeah, yeah. that people were saying to you, Cognitive but you dissonance. never listened to it. Yeah, yeah. So why the fuck should they listen to it? Because you didn't when people were telling you it was complete bullshit. If Brexit in her was. mind, Scotland is such a weak country that couldn't survive without us, why do we want that cancerous country feeding off of us? Cut it off, mate. I, obviously, in her in her world, I don't believe that myself. She was worried ah, about well, how did she get back? They won't let her back in. Because it would ruin the flag, I suppose, wouldn't it? Well, there's a lot of... By now, there's a lot of cultural ties, isn't there? We're embedded. I mean, I'm half Scottish. Pops, half Scottish, you know. It, there's a lot of ties. Yeah, no, so I'm, I'm, taking, Irish. I'm taking her stupid argument to its extreme. I don't believe that myself. Yeah. Because she's a UKIPper. Right. So... Mr. Ukipling, we should have done that, makes exceedingly good breaks. <laughs> oh, yeah, boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, we haven't we haven't actually Brexit. We haven't Brexited yet, have we? They've postponed all the Brexit bits. Yeah, let's get on to some of Barry's special subjects, unless anyone else wants to talk about anything. Well, I was just going to say when Greg said earlier about you could print surrogate bodies, if we could hurry up with that technology, we wouldn't have to keep taking people in from the EU to pick all our uh, schnozberries and that are rotting in the fields. Snarf, Barry, snarf, snarf. Um, I love doing that. So, <laughs> yeah, um, I love it. Do you? Want a little break, or do you want to talk about something else? Little break, five minutes. I can have a little break. So we're yeah, an hour in. I yeah. want to get a cup of tea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some okay. nipple. So, uh, I've got a question for you. If you were to make something of your pathetic drug-fueled lives and started a food van, what would you call it, and what kind of food do you think people are crying out for? Because I, I read an article in the paper this week and this guy in lockdown, he was making six figure sum a year by starting a food van. Right, I can I can answer that straight away because in the back of my head, because I'm quite particular with my food, mm. I'd, I'd do specific type... I, well, I, I like the idea of making a chain of like a breakfast type place. Like, fuss pots. F- fuss pots, there you go. That's a good name for it. Yeah, we've got the name. Uh, <laughs> reheats? Fuss pots, re- fuss pots, reheats. No, not reheats. Um... Yeah, fuss pots. No so, beans. I like the idea of opening up a breakfast place that does really good, that does specifically like bacon cooked in a certain way. Like I, I cook bacon perfectly, I, I think. So it's a mixture of the English way and the American way. The perfect way to cook bacon is, so the bacon's intact, so the rind's crispy, basically, really. It's, you want to grill it or fry it so that, I mean. I like it crispy. Yeah. I mean, uh, you've got, uh, you know. Um, it's so hard. It's, I think there's, you know how McDonald's burgers and everything are done at, uh, particular way like for a certain amount of time you're always going to get the same burger that's why everyone relies on that you there's that thing that you know what mcdonald's is going to be like um dog shit yeah <laughs> poison vegan soon uh, vegan dog i like shit. the idea of doing that but then but with a decent uh, i know i know bacon's not decent food but bacon and sausages just cooked right really good produce and it's cooked the same way so you do a muffin <clears> and the bacon muffin's always the same the bacon's always exactly the same cooked so you know i mean have a, mach- a special bacon machine like like the machines they've got for the like fries Willy Wonka. and stuff, yeah, but for bacon <laughs> and sausages, a bacon and eggs, and eggs cooked. I mean, you could do eggs to, but so I do muffins, bacon muffins, like an alternative to to McDonald's. So somewhere they could go, but like a food van they could go to, but it wasn't one of these food vans you know when you go to Big Owls or something like that and you're never really quite sure what you're getting I mean yeah you know always, you're getting the cheapest you're always, burgers you're always getting unsmoked bacon the cheapest bacon you're getting unsmoked bacon and you're going to have to tell them to cook it right I always go yeah well done please and, they, and I don't want it well done because that suggests they and their version they of well done they never cook it properly it's never right you I, mean I have art- to tear off the fucking artisanal rinds. locally sourced yeah every time I have, to, I, I have to pick into the fucking thing and rip off the juicy horrible fatty anemic rind 
uh, yeah, and then I and I sort of half enjoy it, but I'm like, fuck it, why can't someone, why can't you go to a place like this that isn't McDonald's, uh, that you can get a decent bacon and egg muffin, but it's cooked right the way I do it. Um, I think you've missed the trick there because I saw a story about a food tr- a food truck trader and he's had the, he had this truck and it was all done with graffiti around him and he was doing he was doing gourmet hot dogs so I thought you could have G dogs oh yes well yeah I mean yes that's another one well, I've, got, I've got different loads. toppings. But yes, yeah, so, I mean, with a food loads. van with a food van you've got to keep it simple haven't you you don't want to be going offering this uh, like a Michelin star. Yeah, but if you just uh, if you have different hot dogs and you have all the different ways yeah. that they're presented, yeah, G dogs that's perfect. So hot dogs, I could do hot dogs as well. But I'm not as keen on hot dogs. I think I'd get bored of just doing hot dogs. So oh, I like, mate, I like the idea of, there's loads of different like ways you can do, do a bacon, hot dog. Just keeping it bacon, egg, and sausage because I don't do beans or anything like that. And you can't serve beans on the on the go either. Like, um... what about double barrel hot dogs? So sausage side to side, and then it's a better platform for the condiments on the Indeed. top. Oh, that's a good idea. Double barrel shot. Yeah, I mean, surely the, surely the Americans are already doing that. You can also that. have chili dogs. Yeah, I know, but they don't do it I mean, here. So I mean, you well, have because the weakness. Because the the problem is, you become, there is a weakness with the bread roll underneath it, and if you overjuice it, then it just splits and separates, and you've got two with less bun. But if you had a robust bottom, so say you had a sourdough base mm. with a nice, just a cup, like a little, like a like a clasp, like a little, like it was holding a couple of pearls. Um, a, a mermaid's grip, say, of bread. That's a good name for it. With your two dogs. Mermaid's grip sounds like a, a sex thing, doesn't it? Uh, it does. I'm thinking about that now. <laughs> do you know how to do the mermaid's grip? I'm what thinking about idea? a fish-based van now. <laughs> how much for how much for a mermaid's grip? I was grip? thinking of a van. You could call it the Saucy Boys. And basically, all you said is condiments. <laughs> you, you park up next to another food van, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then when they well, go they up, they come to you, and you go, "What would you like?" You've got everything: chili sauce. <laughs> you got uh, what's sriracha? The original proper sriracha. You got tomato, That'd mustard, be onion. That'd everything. Be perfect to park up next to me because I'm not a big sauce man. Yeah. So like, my sauces would be a minimal. Got, I mean, I'd, I'd have ketchup there for people. Like, I know people like ketchup mm, on their bacon, yeah. but for me, that's a no-no. Mm. No, no, that's that's like proper nice ketchup. That's not like, for me. If bacon's uh, bacon's good, like you shouldn't have to like if bacon and egg and everything's really good. Uh, you shouldn't need anything but butter with a with a, like a roll. With, oh, with Saucy Boy, he could actually you could carry a lot of condiments in a backpack if you had like little bits like an old fashioned fag machine. Yeah, yeah. and you carry that about, and then you just have a thing you like like a pump, like they do with soda and whatever, and you go mayo or whatever. Like those tequila girls. Oh, yeah. Oh, like yeah. Those, like those biros you get with all the different colours. But oh, like yeah. a, a big one, a big one of those biros where you go, pew, 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 oh, like, and fire out different... That's the, that's There's the invention. Like. Condiment biros. <laughs> yeah. A condiment biro. Yeah. Right, right, right. Stop ding, the podcast. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> I'm Edit that hard. out. This is genius. We're going on Dragon's <laughs> Den. What are you doing? That what is the hell? You need to wipe on your food. Right. The first... <laughs> the condiment pen. Oh. The first person wow. to okay, get condimentpen.com has the idea. Right, this is recorded. I I'm, came up with I'm going on GoDaddy. I don't give a shit. I'm buying <laughs> right. the .com. You've I'm buying the domain. You've got four flavors. You've got four flavors. Like you have four colors in your condiment biro. Yeah, yeah. What are you? What are you having as your four flavors? Uh, I'll go first. Okay, go on, uh, Tomato sauce, mustard, brown sauce, <clears throat> mayonnaise. You need the colors because you've got red, blue, green, yeah. and what's your other? And black. This, oh, this one no, I'll struggle because I. Right, so you're going. I'd have squiddy, mustard, brown, guacamole, mayonnaise. Come. <laughs> cum a cum gun Man there's another sauce. one cum gun Johnny oh, no, Johnny what are yours then what are your four I'm going the actual biro colours so red is going to be uh, chilli sauce 
Uh, black is squid ink. Um, I'm having a bit of trouble with blue. Green is going to be guacamole. Hummus. And blue is going to be blue is just going to be a biro. <laughs> sure, okay. that, you've in. got the worst one. Yeah, so I know. Okay, I'm, I'm going with because this is like I came up with the idea for the condiment pen, but I don't know. Yeah, we all I, came I, up with it together, I really. To up. I was going with the basis of it being. I thought there were six colors in a biro pen. Like, and you no, do, like, so it's four. Nice, four. Is it? I mean, I'm sure you get this one with six. Nah. It's got purple and uh, yellow and shit in it. Maybe no, he made that. One. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Maybe that's way. another invention. Well, our one, one could have six, but yeah, yeah. Four, we're going with four because I, I don't eat that many sauces. I'd have to go sriracha. So yeah. sriracha definitely main one like sriracha and uh, sriracha piri piri. So that's going to be red, red and orange really. Uh, I, I can't cover the the colours I'm meant to. Uh, I'll have to go gravy. <laughs> that's what we need a sauce. Curry, <laughs> curry sauce. What about yeah. brown sauce? Curry, curry, sauce. curry sauce. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah curry classic. sauce. Can I gravy? Take, I'm going to take cum out and put curry sauce in. <laughs> <laughs> How are you going to get the cum out? <laughs> no, just swap I'm it gonna, over. I'm going to go for <laughs> tomato brown. I think mint. Oh, oh mint, yes. Oh, yeah, mint sauce. Yeah. 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 So green, I think yeah. English mustard. Yeah, I do like Yeah, very oh, good. Must- yeah, sorry, mustard. I like mustard. So I do like yeah. mustard. Mustard, sriracha, What type gravy. of English mustard would you have? <laughs> and mint. Uh, English, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I like French. French. Yeah. I don't mind French, but... No, wait, for... wait, wait, wait. Three of us, the only one three of us all gone for, and I thought it'd be Tommy K, but it's mustard. Mustard, yeah, no, that's the th- I think that's the one thing that we all mustard's like. Mustard's always like I, I hate ketchup, so yeah. ketchup's always a no-no. For, I don't like ketchup or brown sauce. Johnny's covering his food in biro. Yeah. No, that's how you, so you can write a complaint. He's in squid ink and normal ink, he's covering yeah. his food. Um, Got it all covered. In the week, Greg came up with a new saying, um, dance like no one's watching, smoke like no one saw you dropping your cigarette. Did you remember coming up with that? <laughs> Did I say that? Yeah. Dance like no one's watching. Well, no, yeah, because I only come up with dance like no one's Small. watching. It's, it's, an ad- it's an addendum, I guess, like, too. Say it in the way you say it, <laughs> yeah. like Clint Eastwood style. Dance Three. like nobody's watching. Smoke like nobody saw you drop your cigarette just then. That's good, that That's is. That's good. I had a couple of business ideas I wrote down here. One of them was uh, Susan Boyle's Boiled Sweets. Kate Humble's Humble Pie. Yeah. Uh, and the other hey. one was, because um, she's having a bit of trouble this week, uh, Shemima Begum's OnlyFans page. <laughs> I'm on there all, the di- all day. <laughs> Kate, uh, Kate Garraway's Derek Draper's OnlyFans page. She just like strips him <laughs> off and like, puts him in different poses and stuff. For us, we can do birdies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, why are we doing just giving? <laughs> Draper in the garden. Kate Garraway's. <laughs> ben Shepard banging him over Derek Draper because I don't think Shemima Begum could really start up like a, a babysitting service I saw Shemima Begum though because she looks a lot like, oh, was that Shemima Begum uh, Begum is I it I think it's one Begum <laughs> Beggy Begum you know about her more than I do Beggy Weggy Begum I did Begum. notice um, she had an interview on the news this week and she was wearing like a baseball cap that looked like the hat from Back to the Future 2 that all glows up <laughs> and I was th- I said to somebody goes oh she looks a lot happier now but then when you see her no she doesn't look a lot happier she just looks I really don't know, I only get close in the late 80s and early 90s still <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it is that hat because I reckon if she could travel back in time she'd probably change a thing or two well she's going to help for terrorism isn't she now she said she's going to give advice uh, so she's well, how to be a terrorist sort of, no she's going to stop him so she, she <laughs> reminds Shamima Beagle reminds me a lot of a Bruce Wayne Shamima Bugle Shamima Bugle Bruce Wayne <laughs> Bruce Wayne <laughs> yeah me too uh, Bruce Wayne fell into a cave of bats didn't he and became Batman yeah so what what kind of um 
caves of stuff do you think people could fall into and become a superhero based on that? Well, she, she fell, fell into, into a cave in Afghanistan. Fell into a cave of terrorists. <laughs> yeah, and basically became a terrorist. Yeah. And Bruce Wayne fell into a cave of bats. But say, for example... She's I don't like the you... poster girl for terrorists now, isn't she? So she is like Batman, really. Yeah. I don't know if you guys can think on your feet as fast as I can, but say that... Let me give you an example. And while, while you guys are still thinking, I'll give you an example, okay? So say you're walking along, normal guy, normal guy in life. Uh, I don't know, like he's a young man. He's a young man. He's, he's early 18s. Young man. Early teens. Early 18s, 19s. Walking along, falls into a cave full of cards. Birthday cards, Christmas cards. They've all been dumped in, in this cave, right? Greetings, man. Exactly. Greetings, man. Comes out straight away. He, this changes the way he Merry thinks Christmas. about things. Merry Christmas. Happy birthday. Can I yeah. be, can I be his sidekick, Hallmark? Welcome to your new grandson. Hallmark. Hallmark, yeah. That'd be his I'm arch enemy, wouldn't it? Clinton's. Your daughter's 21. Merry Christmas. So can you guys think of any caves? Commiserations. Any- G- good luck on the new job. Fall into. No. Oh, greetings, Thank man. You. Season's greetings, man. You could he, the the guy goes along and he falls into a cave and becomes injured, man. Like twenty four, twenty four. Ow, man. Loses his arm. Ow, yeah, man. Twenty eight days later. Twenty eight days later. Uh, what do you boys think of old spunkers that become dads? <laughs> well, I think Chris is well, the like, expert on that. Let's ask Chris. Like, like, Chris. There's O'Connor. No, the thing is, right, David Jason. The thing is, Chris isn't quite that. I'm not he's, finished. He's not an old finished, spunker. I'm not finished. He's not, he's not an old spunker yet. No, Des, you mean Des O'Connors. You mean yeah, Des, Des O'Connors, your David, David Jasons, Jasons, your old yeah. spunkers. I think, well, I think, good on them. And I think, well, stop showing off, lads. They're like, because... Uh, some comedians you hear him talking about like oh well I had a wank and it just went the other day and it just dribbled out dusty. the end of my cock and they're like yeah and they're dusty or whatever and they're in their 50 I think Stuart Lee did a bit like that or something and and it's like well it's just good to know because I'm like fucking hell well I'm still spunking alright and um and then and they think oh shit I've only got 10 years left of like spunking okay because these comedians I say they're only a bit 10 years older than me um, but then it's good to know there's old only if you uh, don't get it regularly it's good to know there's old spunkers out there that can fucking hit the back of the well, net I think, I think Chris is just still working on his bars and gates isn't he really <laughs> I don't get it oh what, what how old is he keeping score oh keep it right adding them up got you Jesus um, <laughs> I'll take up my, my laugh I'm just taking my opportunities um yeah, so it's good to, to know that there's old spunkers that can still hit the back of the net. Obviously, got enough fucking. It makes you've only got like twenty years left. They, they can obviously like they're obviously not just just dribbling onto their tissue. They're, they're, they're it's, it's, it's normally onto <laughs> tissue. That's what I do. Right, being an old spunker, isn't he? <laughs> I mean, they're getting more sex than me. So how yeah, old you have to be to be an old spunker? Do you yeah, but it's it's normally a younger it's normally think, a younger wife sucking, 60, sucking the uh, will out of them, isn't it? I think Literally. sixty. I think sixty is the official cutoff point. I think before I'm, I'm in my head, I'm, I'm thinking of I, I could still be a, a relatively young spunker or middle-aged spunker until <laughs> 59 and then I think after that 60 you're officially an old spunker but a lot of them have younger ladies don't they because it's an older well it usually works that way the spunker always still works There's, with a younger someone, lady is it Naomi Campbell pregnant or something got pregnant she's like 40 fucking 8 or something yeah I think you can have well I think you're all forgetting um, about Ramjit Rankav he was the oldest father and he died aged between 103 and 104 and his occupation was wrestler and farmer and he is known for being the world's oldest father all that wrestling fucking kept his testosterone up hey I'm a wrestler fucking 103 that's an old spunker fair play oh he only had, he only had two kids for quite late think how many you could have had if you were spunking up till then he was a strict vegetarian living predominantly on milk almonds and butter and credits uh, vegetarianism for his longevity and clean bill of health 
There you go. That's going to be me. I'll probably find someone that wants to have a baby with me by the time he had I'm a kid at ninety-four. <laughs> uh, he had a kid at ninety-four. <laughs> like the man from Del Monte. Till <laughs> now, you're like the man from Del Monte, Greg. That's why, that's why I wake all the time to make sure I don't turn into an old spunker. And like, make sure I can still hit a certain distance. Oh no, he had his first. Nine. He had his first child at ninety-four, and had his second one at ninety-six. Well, there you go then. So. When did he die? Uh, twenty twenty. He was born in nineteen sixteen. Okay, nineteen sixteen. Yeah, to now. He was a British Raj like Indian 19, wrestler. Nineteen sixteen to now. That'd be a gradient that you'd be able to manage a lot easier from, like, say, Georgian times through to late Victorian. Yeah, probably. That'd be a bit of a weird one. Yeah, I think. Or from the Big Bang to a hundred years after it. Would probably been a bit let's of a weird something else. Okay, <laughs> so uh, I've got a little improv I want to do with you guys now because I know you're not really into them anymore, but you'll like this one. So you two c- c- need to play shop assistants in Tesco's. Yeah, you two are shop assistants. That's your role. Okay, which part of the shop? My, any part of the shop. You're just stacking shelves. Oh, that's it. That's cashier, different. You're yeah. in there. Right. My role is somebody uh, desperate for the toilet and number two in Tesco's. And I've never been to this town before, so I'm looking for the toilet, okay? Uh, begin scene. <laughs> oh, God. Excuse me. Hello. You're right, sir. Hello, sir. Excuse me. Can you tell me where the toilets are in here, please? The toilet's over there, sir, but you cannot use the toilet unless you have bought something, sir. <laughs> Um, I I have only just walked in. I'm really desperate for the toilet, please. I'm sorry, sir. You're gonna to have to go into your in your pants unless you buy something. Oh, excuse me. Can you get the man? Excuse me. Can you get the manager, please? I need the toilet desperately. I've got a medical condition. Dave, you're the manager. Tell him. Hello, Nathaniel. What, what seems something. to be happening here? He excuse me. Something. I need the toilet. He wants to do a poo in the toilets, but he can't unless he's bought something. What's the problem, sir? I'm really desperate for the toilet. I'm, I've got a medical condition. Please, can you just you tell me where the toilet is, please? You have to poo in your pants. Get we, out, sir. Could you wear? Could you wear a mask, please, sir? Buy this, sir. Yes, buy I'll this. Put a mask on. Buy this, and then you can, can use you the toilet. Can you tell this young man to leave me if alone, you just, please? If you simply buy something, He's one sir, of our most customer, esteemed uh, assistants. He's the assistant of the month this week, the sir. Toilet, just buy this, sir. The toilets are for customers. Can you just tell where the toilets are? You don't need to do a poo in your pants, sir. If you just buy this, I am going to do a poo in my pants in a minute. If you don't let me know where the toilets are, the far end of the store. On our t- I'm uh, not 400- a sir, I'm a madam, thank you. Sorry, madam. Rules rules, madam. If you're sorry, we didn't realise you identified that way, sir. If you make your way down to aisle 464, you buy the uh, store cafe. If you, you go tr- up to the third oh, level on the mezzanine, you you'll funny? find the toilet on the right-hand side, I'm madam, sir. I'm for the toilet. I have a medical condition. Are There's a disabled to toilet on aisle 672. Uh, uh, I have a... I have a medical... You can't do that here, sir. (laughs) Clean up on aisle four. (laughs) Clean up on aisle four. Can uh, can you get me someone else, please? Excuse me, you, sir. The period and the poo. You, sir. Can you please tell me where the toilets are? I'm not getting any joy out of these two. I'm desperate for the toilet. I, Can we have some? I don't work here. I don't work here. I came in here for the toilet. Can we have security to aisle four, please? We have a problem here. (laughs) Clean up on aisle four. Code brown. Code red, yellow, and brown. I'm so sorry. End scene. It looks, it looks like one of those condiment pens. That's what happens if you don't get to the toilet quick enough in Tesco's when you desperately need the toilet. Do you think no. that's lowbrow? Yeah, very yeah. lowbrow. I told um, Greg this week about Christopher Nolan's new film because it's going to be about Oppenheimer. Uh, yeah. And you thought I was joking at first. You thought I was lying. But then you thought Christopher Nolan was making it especially for you. <laughs> right, because he knew that, that you'd watch those documentaries. Nolan is one of my favourite directors. And then it turns out that's like one of my favourite subjects, subjects. of... Uh, in recent times. 
Yeah. So that, that yeah, I'm looking forward to that because he is a very interesting character. As I said, he, he stood out in that Manhattan program. It was very obvious that he was meant to be a real guy, whereas all the other characters were like, okay, they're well written and everything, but then when he turned up wearing his hat, you're like, oh, I guess he's meant to be someone. Is because... he going to put his sisters in it again? Uh, the Nolans. Ah! <laughs> oh, talking of. Um, so that sounds good when that comes out. I'm sure you'll have more to say about it. I don't know if you want to think like about what dance. you think it should no, be. How's it go? There's something that Johnny hasn't mentioned this week Pizzagate. What's that? What do you mean, what's that? That was the biggest story of the week for you, Pizzagate. Was it? Have a little think back to what you were sharing at the beginning of the week. Pizza. That's gone. The pizza story. Oh, yeah. Right, this it's is hilarious. Well, right, I'll come down Sunday to um, to put the chicken in for the Sunday roast. And uh, I was just get. I got the chicken out of the, uh, out of the freezer. Very exciting story, this. And um, I looked down and the... Uh, the oven was already on. I thought, oh, I don't remember putting it on. You know, you think, oh, I must have put it on to warm it up. Yeah. And uh, I hadn't, so I put it to uh, the right temperature, 150, seasoned the chicken, got it all ready. Then I opened the uh, oven door and the kitchen like, filled up with smoke. And what that, And when I looked inside, there was what looked like a, a really large black cookie. Cookie is oh, the best yeah, way yes, I yes. can describe I it. The, yeah. Yeah, I saw the picture, yeah. yeah. And... Um, it turns out that um, Maxine's son had got up, he reckons at five in the morning, like you do, and p- decided he wanted a sounds, pizza. Sounds fine. Sounds perfectly normal. Nothing wrong with that. I mean, I'm not wanting a pizza, but I, do, I get up at that time to eat food a lot. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, and turns out he forgot about it and left it. And that's what a pizza looks like. If you leave it in there for eight and a that's half hours. I always go with cereal in his state. At that, that state in the morning, you, you want to be eating cereal or toast. So I looked at the back of, um, I looked at the back of the pizza box and the uh, cooking instructions were Carlos's, Carlos's, well, it says Carlos, which, but that was Spanish. So I'm assuming it's Carlos generously topped deep pan, pe- deep pan, you like this one, three cheese pizza, 405 grams, cooking instructions, preheat fan oven to 200. The box in- instructions uh, tell you to do it to 180 but just ignore that then place the pizza in the oven cheese side up this will become redundant later so don't worry too much and then go to bed <laughs> basically burn nearly burn down the house that would have well, burned down the house though would it no uh, I don't know I'm sure it eventually or it would just turn into a diamond good for the oven to be on that long but I don't think it's going to do yeah, any no, damage I think it's not as bad as leaving something on the hob that long no that's true chips uh, I will if you go to Instagram um, Idol matinee. I'll put a picture of aforementioned pizza on there for the for when. Uh, or you the podcast could just Google out. burnt pizza eight hours. Uh, yeah, find a picture I know, but we're trying, trying to encourage. No, we're trying to encourage. Pizza, we're trying to encourage uh, people to go to our social be, media. Yeah, you yeah, bumbling yeah. idiot. <laughs> <laughs> or you could just yeah, just listen to something else. And if anyone, if that's ever happened to anyone at home, why not email us in at idolmatinee at gmail dot com. Yeah. So uh, who's been around the world and can't find their baby? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the McCann's, isn't it? Something I was thinking about in the There's week. There's lots of them songs. Um, was who can say the word love in the most 
longest and sweetest way. That's funny. It's funny you should say that because that's the article that I pulled out. That's the reason I've got this bit of paper here. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, really? Love. Uh, yeah, because... Uh, yeah, that's what L-U-V. Calling, call, yeah, calling, calling women love is an insult because I was just you thinking... Because I don't, I don't do that, but I know that Johnny does. You're, you're, you're a love... Have you're I, love have I, do I love do, people? You, you, I use you do. I've been, I've been out with you and there's been women who's like, you're right, love, you're right, darling, you're one of them. Sweetheart. Yeah, sweetheart. Yeah. All that and what right, you schlag? I don't think it's anything. Yeah, it's from a different I mean, it's, time it's, though. It's worse. It's worse. He's an old slag. Yeah, he's an old spunker. That's that's uh, that's just a bit of negging. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, it's you actually right, you dirty rotter. I thought about this. I thought they're they're right, and they're saying, oh, it's okay to say mate and pal and all that, or lad. You can say lad to someone because it's a, it's more, that's a nickname. Whereas saying love or whatever's demeaning. Apparently, but the thing is, I don't mind because women say it to blokes as well, don't they? So old dears, but they usually old dears usually say it to younger blokes. Hello, love. They, they go like, oh, don't mind that, love. love. So I don't mind that. Whereas <laughs> blo- older blokes say it to younger women. So yeah, that is, I suppose, it's more predatory so, and yeah, but it's weird. a power thing, isn't yeah. it? You're putting affection onto someone, yeah. and if it's an old lady putting all yeah, the affection like, to oh, a love, oh, I love lad, you got to love me as well. We're in a loving relationship. You are love. Listen to this. Listen to this woke girl. Maybe if they said it's true though, like this. Love. Oh, is this sorry? This is like the a sweetest, longest oh, way. Right? Yeah, yeah. What, what are the longest, sweetest way you can say it? I think I can win. I'll do. I'll do my best. Said, Hello, mistress. <laughs> Here we go. Love. Here we go. Does that sound good? Love. Uni. Got it properly. It's a Dungeons and Dragons room. Love. Did you say you had to do it high? Love. So let's do the real competition, not you two showing <laughs> off by how long you can hold a note. Yeah. And if you're going to you go, go, go first, low. Oh, we've got a couple of low. jelly jellies low. here. Low. Right, okay. Go high. Love. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, like what, Mr. Burns. One more from me. That sounds creepy. Like I say, it's alien boy. Love. It's the face he pulls. I think the imagine winner if, was imagine Chris. If, imagine <laughs> if someone was listening to this, <laughs> listening to this on their stereo, and they f- they passed out or fell asleep at the wheel, and this was just blaring out full blast <laughs> as, they, as they're recovering. The white noise the, the way you, you said it was horrible. <laughs> as the as they as they're resuscitating, the <laughs> you can do it. You can do it. Come back to us. Come away from the light. Does the word spiritual make you feel slightly sick when you hear it? Man, you're not spiritual enough. Do you like that word, spiritual? You're obviously not spiritual enough. Or uh, have you ever really thought about it? Only if someone says it. Mm, no, no. Yeah. it depends who says it. What does it what mean to you? I'm not religious, I'm if just I, spiritual, If I go, man. Like, I, I consider myself spiritual, but I'm not, I don't believe in the afterlife, then I, if I go, I consider I'm myself spiritual. spiritual, man, I'm a spiritual that's annoying. Guy. But if you say it really matter-of-factly, then it's okay. If you go, like, well, I'm not really sure what it means. What, what does spiritual? it actually mean? It means you're a wanker. <laughs> That's it means you believe in something more than than your nonsense. Yeah, but surely if you're spirit, no. Because if no, you I say, mean, yeah, I get what you're not, saying, I mean, your own nonsense, the, this, or the nonsense of this world. 
I believe in afterlife, so that, uh, therefore I, I say I'm spiritual. spiritual. I say it's difficult to be. If you believe in afterlife, I'd say you're spiritual. I think I was right. Yeah. That's um, what I think. So that's, that's, I'll say, yeah, because spiritual is a term that I use because I can't say I'm religious, but I'd say I'm spiritual. So unless you want to, unless you want to think of a word that's not as cheesy mm. sounding, no, as I said, it depends how you say it. If you go like, I'm spiritual, man, then it's annoying. Yeah. If you go, I'm spiritual, that's all right. Well, uh, maybe that's I, a good open, maybe that's a good opener. <laughs> Next time you're in the pub, just Sorry. go up to her and don't ask for a lighter. Just go. I don't really believe in a. Uh, I don't really believe in religion, but I'm just really spiritual. Yeah. But then you say to her, oh, no, it's, it's, not, like it's not the content. You, it's the cadence. If you put on Indeed. a, if you put on a gap cadence. yard, if you say it like a gap yard kid, it's like, oh yeah, then I went round to, to Thailand, Vietnam, and then like, but uh, uh, and I'm totally spiritual now. Like if you say it like that, but Jack White or travels with yeah. my father. Well, you've, Jack been, White, you've been White Vietnam and you're yeah. on a gap. Yeah. But if you say it like a builder, I'm on a massive going, gap yard. Spiritual. I'm yeah. a spiritual you sound like geezer, yeah. You're but a proper spiritual. spiritual I wouldn't say I'm religious, but I'm spiritual. I did a yeah. Ouija board once. So it's just, it's how, uh, yeah. So do you want to do some tarot quick, cards, you schlag? It's how ridiculous it sounds. <laughs> oh, I love. Want to look at my tarot cards? I say uh, I'm cosmic. I, t- I prefer the term cosmic, <laughs> which doesn't make cosmic. any sense, really. But Actually, I think saying, do you want to look cosmic, at my tarot man. cards opens you up to a no. So you just say, you're right, love. Look at my tarot cards. I'm cosmic. I'm at one with space and time. Frank Cosmic. <laughs> no, it's Ooh, a bit of stand-up coming on. <laughs> yeah. Frank Cosmic. Uh, my special segment this week, as I like to, is ni- my thing I do every week, and that's movies from the year 1986, where I pick that's a film. Thing, oh, sorry, mate. What's that? <laughs> well, I mean, it's the thing that I started, but yeah, forgot I dropped the ball on. Oh, I keep dropping the ball. Well, up. maybe I pick that ball up, and I'm going to run with okay, that ball now. <laughs> so I like to do something I it's call our thing. Movies from the mm, my thing really. No, it's the mo- podcast mo- thing. Well, it's not. There's no I in podcast. You're very me, me, me. First, you wanted to Check. steal our condiment pen idea, and now you want to steal 1986. <laughs> all my ideas. I'm the idea. It's the whole bloody year. <laughs> I like to think that 1986 is one of the most classic years in cinema. Certainly is. Some of the most uh, famous films that we know about came out. And I, I could give you a few of them, but you could look them up yourself. So, one of the big hitters of 1986 I want to talk about this week is Aliens. I'll give you a hint not Aliens. Oh. You call that a knife? Crocodile Dundee! No, no, for fuck's sake. Yeah, Crocodile Dundee. So uh, it's about a journalist who travels to Australia to interview a unique crocodile poacher. Uh, When he rescues her from attack, she invites him to New York, and despite the cultural differences, they fall in love. Uh, Crocodile Dundee was... One of Paul Hogan's first. Sorry. What was the lady? What was the lady's name? Linda Kozlowski, is it? Kozlowski. Uh, yeah, Linda Kozlowski. Yeah. Uh, and uh, jo- John uh, Millian and Paul Hogan. But Paul Hogan was very famous for his show on Australian TV, and this was one of his big movies. Uh, this was the first big film he was he ever was a comedian, in. Wasn't he? He, he was, was a stand-up comedian. Yeah. comedian he indeed. was a stand-up comedian, and he was on a H- Paul Hogan show. And door-to-door had... Foster's salesman. <clears throat> oh, really? And uh, he had a show uh, where he played the character Crocodile Dundee on the show but you say that he put it into a film and that Tell film was Nick, made she's not gonna marry Richard classic she's scene she's not the gonna end. marry Richard yes the music's wicked uh, and in the second one it's got Iggy Pop in the I'm a real wild one and I like a wild fun that's in the second one and what's the what's the tune in the first one as well there's two really iconic like 80s tunes yeah 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 I made that up yeah that's it no it does sound a bit like that copyright that copyright that that's another one that's three so far 
Uh, so I'll look that up. I'll look it up while you're yeah, talking. So, carry, carry on. Yeah, anyway, so Paul Hogan, I just said he was in a sitcom in America, uh, had the idea for Crocodile Dundee while he was in the bath, and he thought, I'm going to write a script about this guy, because he thought a fish out of water story, uh, a guy who comes to America. And um, so, yeah, he wrote the script for Crocodile Dundee. One of the classic scenes is the knife scene, uh, where he says, that's not a knife, this is a knife. And a lot, a lot of people know that was actually in the script uh, of the film and he said it word for word like it is in the script <laughs> and the other famous scene is a scene where he goes to the art gallery and they think he's unique now a lot of you will have known that they've used that in a lot of other films like Thor for example that kind of what, fish, the out art of, gallery, yeah. fish out of water thing uh, but Crocodile Lenny was actually the first film that was in Beverly Hills Cop they do something yeah, similar and as it's well. actually called the fish out of water trope uh, so that was this week's movie of the Hogan, 1986 well, but he tossed the, the bean can and he shouted across the um, subway and climbed across people's heads. That's right. It's a proficient blend of comedy and romance and the thrills that stay consistent from beginning to end. That's what I say. So if very you profound. haven't seen Crocodile Dundee, I highly recommend you either rent it from somewhere or it's probably on Netflix or probably one of the streaming services. You could probably get it on VHS. Put it on tonight and get that down here. Crocodile Dundee. That's called Crocodile Dundee with Paul Hogan. Hey there you with the sad face come back to my place and live it up. What's going on? I'm singing the song from fucking Crocodile Dundee because I'm still talking about Crocodile Dundee. Sorry, you walked off then you walked in and just started singing. Yeah, I thought I'd remind myself what the fucking thing was. Do it again then properly please, mate. (laughs) Don't just like go, oh, I've got it and sing it halfway and then sit down and start shouting it. Do it nicely from the beginning. For the listener. Well, properly please. Hey there, you with the set. I'm not going to sing it from the beginning. It starts like differently, doesn't it? It's got verse. That's the chorus. Come back to my That's the, the one from the first one, and then it's got Iggy Pop in the second one. So yeah, there's loads of classic scenes. Yeah, the fucking uh, him, the the B day, the B day stuff. He's like, what's a B day? And he's washing. He's like, there's two Dannys and all that. Um, yeah, the chucking the boomerang, taking the, the thing off the this limo, and taking the matey out. Oh yeah, yeah, the, yeah I remember the, that. And now. The, using a can of beans as well. Yeah, like whatever it was. Um, yeah, and he's in love. Obviously, he's in love with Linda Kozlowski, who goes over to see him in, and he saves her from a crocodile. That's right, isn't it? He saved, sort of put me off watching it now, really. He saves it from a crocodile, mm. then he goes back over and he's made a project. Wasn't that good, it? Wasn't it? wasn't as good film. as I remember now you're telling no. me about it. <laughs> and he goes to the parties and he grabs a gig. It's cringe, isn't it? He's not, aware of transvest- he's not aware of trannies, obviously, and uh, he goes in and grabs a... He goes, all oh, right, it's not a sheila. And he grabs someone... He grabs a... a grabs him by the bush, yeah, grabs by the by, bush yeah, walk. Yeah. yeah, by the cock. That's quite funny. But it's, yeah, it's got a good soundtrack to say, including... You could probably couldn't do that now. Live it up. Well, just like you couldn't do Ace Ventura 1. No, you couldn't do that. There's loads of bad stuff in that that's not acceptable anymore. Uh, anyway. And the end scene is classic with it in the, the sub in the subway. What happens at the end? Because I in didn't quite get that. So they're in a subway. In the subway. So she's, she's all... Uh, she's she's going to... I can't remember if she's going to marry Richard or not going to marry Richard. Yeah. <laughs> she's meant to be marrying this guy and he's My going off... Hurts. And what's his name? Uh, Richard. Richard, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then Mick's trying to stop it and he's going down... On, he's going down he's, on he's her. He's going down on her. He's, he goes down to the subway, and but there's loads of people in the way, and then obviously he's shouting out, and then certain people can hear him, and then they pass up the message, for like Chinese, Chinese, oh, Chinese people in there. Or, yeah, or but Chinese, couldn't do that anymore. Chinese whispers. So then they're passing on the message. Does he call Richard Dick at any point? I in mean, the film? I love her. Sounds like a really depressing ending. Uh, and she falls on the tracks, doesn't she? Don't marry Richard. I can't remember. What is it? I don't want to marry Richard. Or was it her? No, is it her shouting message to him? Yeah, and these. It's the other way around, isn't it? Guy yeah, in the middle sorry. doing the messages. Yeah. She's not going to marry. Yeah, she's saying I'm not going to marry Richard and all that, and that she likes Mick. Um, yeah. 
Mick. And then they get together. And All then right. the second one, they go back to they go back to Australia. So we're not talking about the second one. That was my movies from 1986. <laughs> and this week was Crocodile Dundee. Join me Good next week movie. for another great in-depth look at another classic movie from the year 1986. A bit like James Acaster's thing about the songs from 2016. A little bit like that, but it's about movies but from Apple 1986. better, isn't it? Now that the theatres have opened up again... Uh, I've got something very special I'd like to, and someone I'd like to bring in, a man called Stephen Hartley. Uh, Stephen is a musical director, and he's someone that I'm sure you boys would like to ask a few questions about what it's like now the theatres have opened up. Um, is it any different? What's the atmosphere like? Uh, what kind of shows are you going to be performing? Um, but yeah, Stephen Hartley's here. I, it took me a while. We've been emailing, uh, exchanging emails all week because I wanted to get him on okay, the podcast. Um, so well, give me a second. Oh, sorry, I'm just going to yeah. introduce him. So I've been exchanging emails all week. So I'm going to go and uh, grab Steve now and I'll get him in. So you boys, got, I've got some questions written down there. So you can read them ones or you can ask your own ones. It's oh, just God, like straightforward God. stuff. But I just thought it'd be nice for the listeners, anyone listening yeah. who's a little bit worried about going Any back to the theatre or theatre lovers, that's right, or knowing what's on. Um, Thespians. No, so I was going to give Steve and my mic and then I'll pass uh, this one. Steve, yeah, that's it. Right, come in, Steve. Oh, thanks very much. Yeah. Oh, there you go, Steve. Steve. Yeah. Hello. Just, just take a seat, mate. Yeah. Oh, hello, thank you. Take the weight off. Hello there, boys. Hi there. Chris. Nice Hi, to meet Chris. you, Steve. Uh, so uh, you must be Greg. Yes. Uh, Johnny. Nice and you're Johnny. Hi, I'm Stephen. Nice to Hi. meet you. Um, so I've got a question. Uh, so what new shows are there? Hairspray. I'm currently working on Hairspray. What's the atmosphere been like? Uh, well, the now. atmosphere's been really good, actually. Really so good. Uh, at first, we we're a little bit worried with the restrictions and everything that everyone's be a little bit worried about coming back to the theatre mm. but it's been absolutely wonderful everyone's been really well behaved um, we haven't had the numbers we've obviously got to still have the theatre's shit Almost the, the, the things on <laughs> shit. No, we don't think it's shit. But so, how how did you cope during the lockdown? Because obviously you couldn't open the thing, and you've been well. It was very difficult, very difficult. Uh, we did a lot of stuff on Zoom. Uh, we got together and we did a few things for charity and a few uh, songs from shows and things like that. But uh, sounds horrible. Well, it's not horrible. It was quite uplifting, but it's it's been very difficult, uh, and it's just great. Oh, sorry, uh, Chris, I think he wants Christmas. Uh, yeah, it's Chris Adam uh, Stephen. I was just wondering, are the shows you're putting on reflective of people's moods and interests at the moment, or are they wanting something a little bit more escapism? Do they want reality, or do they want something no. that's going to take them away from what's happening? Great question, Chris. Uh, they want escapism. They want to ex- get out of their life have you heard of a show called there's something about Jamie Chris I haven't no oh absolutely wonderful if you get a chance you have to see it what's that about it's about Um, homosexuals no it's about a uh, well yes it was a homosexual young lad at school fantastic and he wanted to go to his prom dressed as a girl uh, but they wouldn't let him there's some great musical numbers in that and 9 to 5 with Louise is great as well Uh, Johnny is it yeah that's right yeah Yeah. hi Johnny I had another question um uh, uh, actors, thespians, etc., mm. um, are famous for a few things. One of them, uh, like being drink addled and drug addled. <laughs> yeah, but what yeah. I'm more interested in is they're famously promiscuous. They're mm. always um, passing each other around and shagging themselves silly. Wow. Does that stop due to with uh, social distancing? I think that's a myth. I honestly think that's a myth. There is a lot of relationships backstage because you're in a very close knit community. So when you're doing the same show... Are you talking specifically about the gay community or just no, all, actors, the, all the act- acti- actors, acting in general? I was calling actresses actors because that's more uh, respectful. Yeah, there's... Is you, it, oh, sorry. Oh, no, please. Uh, Greg, is it? Yeah. Yeah, please. Sorry, I didn't want to uh, interrupt you. No, sorry. 
Yes, yeah, so, uh, I, I, I don't really care about theatre, if I'm honest. Have you got, have you got any good um, well, I was gonna comedians say make, on? Make something uh, up. Yeah, have you got any good comedians on at the theatre? So you're not a theatre lover, Greg? Not not really, not plays and stuff, no. Have you ever been to... What was the last show you went to see, Greg? I don't know. I think I was in I think I think was in one the last time. You think you were in one? Yeah, well, no, I mean, I've, 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 I've been drugs. in musicals myself. Oh, I don't, you've I don't done mind, musical theatre, no, I don't Greg? Mind, I don't mind performing in them, but I don't Oh, wow, don't like how wonderful. Them. What have you been in, Greg? <laughs> I don't like watching them myself. What have you been in? Um... Uh, guys and Dolls. Oh wow! Guys and Dolls. He goes both ways. The problem, the problem, Greg Scott is his problem. Greg Scott is his homophobe. So whilst he enjoys uh, the environment, he doesn't enjoy all the advances. I'm not. I'm not you don't uh, like homosexuals, Greg. Um, what else? What, I was in Peter Pan, but did oh, we yeah. see? Did we see? I was Peter Pan. In Peter did Pan. you have a bad? <laughs> they were in you. <laughs> So did you have a bad experience with the theatre, Greg, or you just didn't like it, or you didn't get on with it, or what made you stop? Uh, uh, no, well, no, I, I, I stopped getting hired, I suppose. I'm just bitter. I'm just a, I'm, I'm just a bitter old queen who can't get work anymore. Oh, you're very funny. He's, he's, a, he's great, this one. He's ever so funny. No. I, uh, no what, oh, and what was the other one I did? Uh, on the Ration. I did. I sung in that. I, got, I had a, I had a oh, solo in that. That, that, was the last, the that was the last one. It was, it was a, a play set after the Second World War. Which, uh, which theatre was this? War, anything was still on the ration. Which, which theatre was on this? On the ration. What was the songs in it? What I was, was, I was played. What was I? Who was I? What Paul. Th- what th- oh, really lovely thinking about your past <laughs> and everything you've but done. Which, which theatre? It's got to be thinking. Wonderful. Yeah, okay, for your name is. Ask me some questions, but no, that's fine. Please, it's absolutely great. Uh, Johnny had a question about relationships. I was actually answering uh, backstage. I was going to say, uh, John, Johnny, uh, when when you go on tour, I was when I did sorry. <laughs> When you you're severed, it's seven, seven, seven. Uh, seven. Yeah, seven. Do you think you, you peaked too early, Greg? When you go on tour, it's a very cl- close knit community, so you do build a lot of relationships. Mm. And I don't know if you've have you watched the uh, Strictly Come Dancing? Have you ever seen Strictly Come yeah, Dancing? Strictly no. Curse. Have you heard? Yeah, that's right, Chris. You've heard of the Strictly Curse, and it can be very much like that when you're with someone for a very close that close proximity for a close. Did you ever find that? Greg, when you when you were in the theatre, were you too young? Pan, yeah. How old what was the la- How old were you when you were I last in the theatre? I fell in love with the bird playing Wendy and the bird playing. Was that in the, the West the End? Bird. Was that in the West End or <laughs> Broadway? I fell in love with Wendy and I mean yeah, Wendy Broadway, and Tinkerbell both fell, in, both fell in love with me. <laughs> you guys are really funny. <laughs> So have you got have you got any vacancies at the moment that Greg could fill for you? Well, I think he's uh, I think he'd have to put a little bit more work in. I think you'd have to quit. Come on, you must What's, have an opening. Well, I think you'd have to. You couldn't be smoking the weed. I think I can see he smokes a little bit of the cannabis the there. Right here, so, think, so is that a myth about? Is that a myth about the acting community um, drinking too much and maybe taking too many? No, it's not a myth at all. It isn't a myth. So no, there is the a lot weed, of drinking. The weed holds you back. There's a lot of myth. Well, with your lines, with the learning of the oh, lines. Oh, yeah, lines as well. Very modern men and gentlemen. So do you have to remember a lot of words? I'm auditioning. Do you have to remember a lot of words to be in a play or maybe Greg could audition as a tree or something? Yeah, maybe. The very model of a major model. general gentleman. Oh, fuck. Um, but it's better. very good, isn't it? Yeah, Stephen? it's very good. I'm not it's sure. not in, in the theatre. It's not only audience-facing roles, is there? There's a lot of backstage work. That's probably what you'd be more suited for—a lot of lighting or something like that, maybe. Or when you reject, you reject from your first cigarette to your last dying day. No, What's yeah, that story? lighting oh. or sound or anything like that that might be good for you, Greg. Oh. So I hope I've enlightened you on the. Someone theater. has to sell the ice creams, don't they? 
And I've yeah, they do. I hope I've been like in June. I got the horse right here. Knit the velvet. Uh, you've, you've been great, Stephen. Thank you, Chris. Stephen. 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 I, see, yeah. mate, I was trying to remember your name. Yeah, so Keith, hope, yeah. Do you reckon you could get us tickets for Back to the Future? Um, that is a very. Po- I, do you know what? I would love to try and get you some tickets for that. But that is oh, that'd so be magic. popular. So that has been so popular. It's one of the biggest shows of the year. That one. That it's at, it's virtually the waiting list to go and see Back to the Future. Could you not get us a ticket for one of the showings last week? Months, absolutely. But <laughs> I love it. I love this. That's great because it's back to the, I get it. Excellent. So stuff. you can't do that, no? Ex- no, I'm sorry. I really can't. He's a comic, can't. isn't he? I'd love to try. Yeah, you guys are absolutely hilarious. So I've got to go. Um, I'll get Ben. Is it Ben back in? Yeah. It's been yeah, lovely speaking oh, to you. Oh, by the way, oh. don't tell Ben about the Back to the Future. Yeah, tickets. don't say anything <laughs> about that. No, I that certainly won't because he is a prick. He absolutely stinks. <laughs> yeah. uh, ben, I finished now. <laughs> He'll ruin it. Thank you, thank you, he does stink. How was that? Good. Oh. Right, that oh, was Steve. Oh, yeah. All right, boys. Well, it's it's nice excellent. for a bit of change of smell for once. So, do you? Go- I was watching. Um, some v- it doesn't sound like he shut the door behind him. He's just stood there watching us. I was uh, watching some footage. So you didn't of- have any questions for, no, for Stephen? I'm already into theatre. Oh. The bad boy chiller, cr- ch- bad boy chiller crew at Reading. You had the bad boy chiller crew. No, they're pretty. You're a bit too old for those. A bit too old to have heard of them. But all the young scamps in this video I saw were filming it on their phone. Is that the latest thing to do now at festivals? You just stand there holding phones up, filming everything yeah. instead thinking, of lighters. Why can't you guys drone. just be in the action? Just be there. Yeah, yeah. Instead be of bloody in the filming be everything, or let your drone go up there. Well, they've all got anxiety. Let your drone go up there and film it for you, and you'd have to watch the screen. You just set it up and go right. That's good, and then just fucking do that. If you, you just watch it. If on you're the... insistent on filming it, we've got someone just stand and watch it on the telly. Yeah. If you're that insistent on watching it on a screen, watch it uh, on your fucking 65-inch TV. The final thing I'd like to talk about uh, this week myself, you guys, I'm not saying stop talking because you might have loads of stuff to talk about. Oh, yeah, no, we haven't. But there's no. one thing I want to talk about that's really grinds my gears is that the way Greg eats a yoghurt, because Greg cannot eat a yoghurt properly, right? So he'll eat it and I he'll can. get the spoon and then he'll just keep licking the spoon even though there's nothing on it. That's not true. And then yesterday I, I said to him, I go... He was doing it, and I was watching him, and then he stopped, and he even said to me, I was holding back. No, yeah, so holding no, back. everyone always watches me when I'm eating cereal or anything like that, because there's always talk. Crow says it as well. He goes, oh, it's this weird thing. It's ching, ching, ching on the bowl. And you yeah, were, he oh, did. It's close to it. It's true. It's like, <laughs> ever. It's like, ching, ching, yeah, yeah. ching, ching, ching. And he chews noodles, and I was like, fuck off. Like, uh, uh, that's not, none of this is true. Uh, there's, probably a re- this, there's probably a reason why everyone watches I'll you when you eat. I'll the fuck out of a yogurt pot. Yeah, because I like the, because what's inside is delicious, and I want to get every last bit of it. There's yeah. a reason why people go to the zoo and look at gorillas. They're doing weird shit. But there was nothing on the spoon. It was finished. Hey, well, I was scraping out tiny little bits out of the pot. But I wasn't they, just licking what's the, the point? spoon. Like, the spoon gets licked easy. The, spoon, s- the spoon's easy to lick. You try to save the planet by getting the final bits out of the pot. <laughs> That'll do it. Yeah. The spoon's easy to oh. lick. It's getting the little bits out with the spoon. Isn't I'll it? tell you what I ate. People that bite their fork... You know, yeah. they put a fork yes. in their mouth and bite both yeah. sides. Even well, you tell me that sets my teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My teeth just I'm getting really carried away eating something. I'm like, I really like that food. I'm like, oh, my mum, I can't. I've done that a bit. Yeah, fingers. but you don't bite the fork and drag it through your teeth. No, no, uh, absolutely not, no. That's like nails on it's a like chalkboard. Fo- uh, foil. Yeah. Dragging foil out of your mouth. Have you ever bitten your fingers because you're eating like a sandwich or something? No, I'm not a fucking idiot. Someone said to me, like, a lot of the time, people say to me all the time at lunch, you're like, oh, mind your fingers. And like as a joke, <laughs> and, yeah. uh, and I actually bit my finger the other day eating, like getting carried away, eating a sandwich or whatever. Is that what I call you, Greg Nine? Oh, Greg Nine lost a finger once. <laughs> Did you see the new um, lineup for Taskmaster? Yeah, pretty poor. Eh? What do you yeah. think of it? Pretty, pretty, uh, pretty weak. Alan Davis, t- say yay or nay. Alan Davis, 
Uh, Desiree Birch, live at the Apollo. Don't know yeah. who that is. No. Guz Khan, man like Mobin. Yeah. No. Maybe. Uh, Morgana Robinson, she's the Morgana right. Show. I don't know if she I is. I think she's really good. I, yeah. think she, I think she's all right. Victoria Corin Mitchell, Only Connect. Yeah, I mean, kind of. For, she's mm. fairly intelligent and could, I don't know. I think but it's, not, it's, not, it's not, sad if, you're, if your claim to fame is live at the Apollo. Don't get me wrong, I'd love to go on it, but yeah. if that's it, if that's your Yeah, big I think thing, I know who that is. Yeah, but if you went on there next week and then died, what would... Would they mention that in your obituary? They'd probably say, remember that bloke that died on stage and then died a week later? They'd show that at his funeral, wouldn't they, yeah. on the big screen? And well, have, um, if, yeah. Johnny, if Johnny got on live at the Apollo, right? So he oh, did, he did an act, good, yeah. and then a week later, he sadly passes away of a heart attack or something like that. The worst thing for everyone would be, at the funeral, they'd have to show that video, and we'd all have to sit there and think, oh, fuck, I'm meant to laugh at this. Or, this was the set just, that did it that made him hang himself. Just pretend I'm laughing. <laughs> or imagine, uh, um, yeah. Sat at the wake where they play all hundred podcasts. Yeah, like, oh God, yeah. do I have to laugh at this? this and, then is the t- like, and then the only maid in Ellsbury. Oh God, do I have to watch this? Like this is weeks. And they hate you forever. Weeks. Yeah, oh, right. <laughs> and yeah. then the audio Adam Juanito show with Tommy Hooter. You'd be there for bloody seconds. You You'd be there for minutes. Just feed all into an AI and recreate you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Get Hub Three like a hologram. Just have a real new Johnny. A just better a, one. Just a, a really big, annoying, drunk hologram. This week we were sponsored by uh, Charles Darwin after dinner mints. The natural selection. <laughs> any other you dar win some you dar lose some any other famous people you could think could do a food stuff like that Susan Boyle's bald sweets I always look at Greg because he was his brain works quicker <laughs> than most people um, should we just go straight Kendrick to the- Lamar mint cake should we just go? Uh, should we just take a <laughs> Kendrick, ta- Kendrick Lemint cake? That's pretty good, actually. I'm trying to skip past it, but it was bloody excellent. <laughs> should we um, <laughs> go straight to the brown bear, or should we interview one of the brown bear bouncers on the door first? Because you were talking about that. Uh, <laughs> should we just walk into the club and see what's going on the brown bear? Yeah, we go down there and have a look. Okay, let's take Lots it. Right right I'm just going to go around the back and have a slash. So, Look to the right, fill up. Good evening, everyone. Settle in, come in. Uh, my name's Mike Stevens, Mike Compare, Mike Steven Compare. Welcome to the Brown Bear Comedy Club. Uh, this week we're from the Beerton Lawn Tennis Club. Uh, that is in Beerton. And uh, welcome into the Beerton Lawn Tennis Club. It's lovely to see everybody here and it's lovely to have live comedy back out. And everything is lovely, it's back to normal. Get your drinks in. Hey, thank you, sir. So uh, I'll tell you a little bit about myself because you might not know who I am. My name's Stephen Mike Compare. I'm the Compare of the Brown Bear Comedy Club. <laughs> I started this comedy club up maybe five or six years ago now. Uh, it's grown on strength to strength. We like to get new acts in. We like to get established acts. But basically, we just like to give you a good night out because that's what you deserve, a great night out. And we've got four cracking acts for you this evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and we hope you enjoy them. So without further ado, we don't like to muck around, so please put your hands together and give a lovely warm welcome to our first act, uh, Mr. Brian Bear. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Brian Bear. Hello, mate. Hello, mate. Hello, mate. Hello. My name's Brian Bear. I'm comedy puppeteer. Um, generally, my show's for kids, but I've tried to tailor it for adults. Um, as a, so has anyone here been diddled before? I mean, sexually molested. Um, although looking at you, you look more like the the diddlers, to be honest. So, is there any here? No, no, no. I, I, 
I, I, I can't really remember my childhood, but what I do remember is I don't think I was diddled with because I was a very grotesque child, like I'm a grotesque man. Now, um, they wouldn't want to touch me, but one time I went to a wake for a friend and um, I was getting groomed at this wake and I woke up being uh, diddled with in the morning. It was literally a slumber taker, but looking at her, uh, she was more the dim wheat reaper. Um, so, another time I got diddled was when I was at uni, and I used to go out with these gay guys. They were great fun. Um, we'd do the drugs together, but as a predatory male, I knew where my quarry lay, and that lay around women that hung around with gay men thinking they were gay. So I hung about with these gay men with his easy quarry for the women, the nice drugs and the good music. Anyway, one night we went back to mine and we ended up, the girls went home and it's me and two of these gay fellas on my bed. Now one fell asleep on the floor, one fell on the bed, sleep on me. Um, I kept feeling nudging into my leg. <coughs> um, I've forgotten the joke about this now. But it was an unpleasant experience. I think it is. How is a man in your bed like a laxative? He will irritate the shit out of you. And that's what he did. It was like a wheel of chills rolling down the hill. Because um, it just wanted to get to the bottom. Anyway, that's a bit of a homophobic joke, but I need to change. <coughs> so, yeah. Um, Acts, you can see I've got the puppets here still. I will do something with the puppets. This is Val and Val. But first, I want to, you know, adult material. I wrote something from the heart. So, poem based on 60s, 1960s um, rock stars. Food. Uh, so Roger Poultry, did he have nothing or was he chicken? It's philosophy. Oh, <coughs> Bob Philip, in a pasty, or buy a pump. No, <coughs> doesn't work. The puppets, the two vowels. This is Val Crow. And this is Valvet. <laughs> Go on, introduce yourself, girls. Hello, I'm Valcro, and you don't want to get stuck with me. Oh, very funny. Valvet, tell him about you. Oh, don't you rub me up the wrong way. <laughs> Go on, ladies, tell him about your other talents. Oh, you want me to say that I've got a good grip? <laughs> Oh, don't you want to say that I'm sensual? Okay, okay. You're good lovers then, are you? You dirty beggar. Oh, this, right, anyway, this hasn't quite gone as expected, but uh, anything you ladies want to say before we end? Oh, yes, well, he stuck his hand right up me. Okay, ladies, we aren't doing this. Back in the box and fuck off. I'm back to the kids. I'm Brian Bear. Good night.
<laughs> oh, well done, ladies and gentlemen. That's Brian Bear. Absolutely cracking stuff there. I love those puppets. <laughs> They're really great. They should have his own show on uh, TV. So that's Brian Bear there. So let's move on to our next act tonight. Uh, this is another new act you haven't seen before. All fresh acts tonight. All fresh acts, apart from one. Another new act you haven't seen tonight ever before. His first time on stage. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands giving you a lovely warm welcome to Mr. Roland Gravy. Roland Gravy. <laughs> Good evening, everyone. My name's Roland Gravy. Uh, I'm a kind of morose kind of guy, a bit like uh, your Jack D type. I like to keep it uh, calm and like morose. Or people say I'm depressed, but I just think I'm uh, a realist. So I was walking down my local town the other day, and uh, I met this horse. And uh, I said, are you all right? How are you? And he went, yeah, I'm not bad. I go, you fancy coming for a drink? And yeah, all right, yeah, talking horse. I'm going for a pint of a talking horse. Uh, we walked into the pub and uh, the landlord was there and he goes, you're right, fellas. I go, yeah, you're right. He goes, what's with a long face to the uh, horse next to me? And I go, oh, I'm sure I've heard that before somewhere. I think that's a joke, isn't it? Uh, the long face thing with horses. He goes, yeah, oh, yeah, I normally tell that joke when he comes in here. He likes that one. I go, do you like that joke? And he goes, no, not really. He tells it all the time. It's sort of done now that one I'm a bit, a bit bored with that okay, yeah. but then uh, I realised that none of this is real and really I'm just wasting my time uh, stood up here trying to tell jokes because I'm not a very funny guy so it's, <laughs> it's a, sort of a complete waste of my time and a complete waste of your time and it gets you down a little bit but it's just something to do to get out of the house and meet people uh, backstage everyone's nice to me and tell me I did well and tells me I did a good job on that but deep down inside when I'm staring at you lot and you're all just sat there not laughing I sort of know the truth but I don't want to let go I don't really want to leave I just want to stand up here and just keep talking hopefully saying will come but seems like tonight it hasn't so I've been rolling gravy uh, thank you very much ladies and gentlemen good evening oh, absolutely wonderful uh, oh rolling gravy there that was a bit like uh, Jack D, like he said, like Jack D's on the Morose Creedians. They're bringing them back. They're coming back. That was Roland Gravy. So here's someone you have seen before if you followed us around the country. Uh, and he's not from this side of the pond. He's from the other side of the pond. But he's an absolutely cracking act and we all love him. Ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't seen him before, you're in for a massive treat because he's normally a headliner, but not tonight. Please put your hands together and give a lovely warm welcome. Let's rise up, stand off your, off your chairs, onto your feet. It's Saturday nights, ladies and gentlemen. Hey. Saturday nights. Good evening. Great to be back at the Brown Bear. Love this place. Thanks, Mike, Steve, whatever your fucking name is. Fuck me, that last guy. I was I was worried about coming on stage because it's been a while. And uh, but saw that last guy, and I was like, well, fuck it. Doesn't matter. I, I could just say anything now, can't I? Uh, no worries. Okay, so I'm just gonna say anything, 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 anything. No, I don't think that'll quite work. I think even Roland could manage more than that. Okay, <laughs> right. Uh, so, so I've told you about. Frank's got a joke. I told you. I told you about uh, West Point. I come from. So it's not a fancy military place in uh, in Virginia or whatever it is in America. It's uh, this this little outba- outback place, like right in the centre of Australia. The most outback you can get. I've talked about it before, anyway. Uh, so that, I live there with my dingo Bruce, uh, on my own with my dingo Bruce. Uh, my best mate Shane O lives up the road, and his wife Sheila. I mean, they sound very like uh, I don't know generic names, but 
That's what they got to come from somewhere, haven't they? Uh, someone had to be called Bruce, Sheila, etc. Not usually a dingo, though, to be fair. Uh, anyway, uh, anyway, my best mate Shane, he's got a dingo too. Uh, but his dingo is it's quite a plump dingo, but it's cute. It's really cute. It looks a bit like a Staffordshire Bull Terrier, or like the English call them Staffies. <laughs> Stiffies. Stiffies not to be confused with Stiffy, Stiffy. Yeah, not to be confused with something else As a, if you said that in a Kiwi accent <laughs> then yeah might sound like an erection yeah a Staffy also we'll call it anyway it's not it's a dingo but it looks like a Staffy a Stiffy yeah we'll get on to that anyway uh, my, he, they, he loves this dog he fucking he like a dingo sorry let's call it a dog <laughs> for all intents and purposes <laughs> my mate he loves this dog so do I so well, I'll, uh, I'll bring Bruce. Uh, Bruce comes around, he plays with him and everything. But uh, my mate's dog, he's really fat. <laughs> he just lies on the sofa and doesn't do fuck all. It's quite funny. He's, he's a bit old as well. He's getting on a bit. Uh, Bruce is quite young, you know. He still nips about. He's like, yeah. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> uh, Geronimo is his name. Fucking uh, my mate's dingo. My mate's fat, staffy dingo. So he's lying there and he's got tits as well. I've got, I should mention this. He's a, he's a, he's a, he's a fella. He's a... He's a fella. Mate. He's a fella dog, but he's got t- he's got these quite big nipples. He's got a he's got allergies and shit, and he scratches them, and <coughs> they get all big. These swollen nipples. Anyway, uh, every night my mate's there, and uh, the dog's like he's old and everything, and he doesn't go obviously, but he's still got his balls. That's the thing. He's an old dog that's still got his fucking nuts. So he goes crazy, like in the especially in the summertime. And he can smell all the fucking female dogs wandering around. He's like, yeah, what's up with that? And he's up at the fucking fence going, yeah, yeah, bark, bark, bark. Yeah, let me out, let me out. He never gets to go out, though. He never gets to fucking fuck anything. So instead, what he gets is he gets slowly edged by Shano. Like, every night, my mate Shano edges the fucking poor dog. Like, he just, he sits there stroking it around his fucking nutsack in there. And every now and again, he'll go up and down his cock. And I'm like, Shano, what the fuck are you doing? Why stroking the dog's cock? And he's like, and he's like, he's like, mate, it's just a dog's cock. So like, I'm not getting anything out of this. And I'm like, the fucking dog is. And look at him, he's like this, yeah, yeah. And when my mate fucking stops doing it, the dog's like this. Nope. Don't you dare fucking stop. Nope. Every time, so if we're watching, and he knows, if we're watching something, we want to watch, watch a decent program, the dog's like, the dog's going, yep, and we'll start barking over the program. I'm like, what? Well, you've got to keep wanking the dog off. So he's got to get. So I tell him, I say, like, Shane, you got to keep wanking the dog off so we can watch this program. Anyway, <laughs> Any, anyway, <laughs> anyway. One time, he likes to take uh, he likes to take him out for walks at a certain time when he comes back from work, etc. And he waddles around. He doesn't go for big walks, but he still likes to go out and have a sniff about, you know, for fucking retarded dingoes or whatever. And uh, <laughs> anyway, he, uh, so he's, he's out for a walk one time, and there's this fucking there's this Aboriginal fella who lives in this fucking. This stinky old meth house. Well, it's like, and it, it, yeah, a stinky old meth house. He's, he's high on meth all the time. Well, he's an alcoholic and he's high on meth, and that's well, that's our fault. That's because fucking because white people came over and fucked up his country. Obviously, anyway, poor fella. He's out there anyway. He's a bit of a fucking nut job. And uh, Shano's out walking the dog one time, and uh, a stinky Pete we call him. Anyway, <laughs> stinky Pete comes out of the fucking shack. He's like, yeah, yeah. What's what's that? That's a nice dingo. And, uh, and Shane goes, oh, thanks, cheers, mate. He goes, yeah, how, how old is he? And, uh, and the dingo's, uh, Geronimo's about fucking, I don't know, about 12, which is quite old for a dingo. And, uh, and mate, <laughs> and, your man, and Stinky Pete goes, he guessed, he goes, he goes, oh, what is he, about 11, 12? And Shane's like, yeah, yeah, it's good, yeah, I do, yeah, good guess. And he's like, yeah, well, he'll live to about 20 if you squeeze his anal glands. And Shane was like, well, okay, right. 
<laughs> and, and, uh, so anyway Shannon's like fuck it okay came back and he's told me his story he's gone like fucking hell I just saw just saw Stinky Pete up the road just came came walking out of his fucking little old shack of high on meth and pissed or whatever and goes says yeah says, says about the fucking anal glands he's like fucking disgusting I was like yeah yeah okay and he sat down on his sofa and he just carried on stroking his dog's cock that's it, I've been Saturday nights. Good night. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Saturday nights. We got there in the end. That was Saturday nights. Absolutely wonderful. Long story there. Long form stories are always the best from Saturday nights, and that's why you love him so much. Anyway, as Saturday nights would say, that's his catchphrase. Our next act tonight is a man who's being himself. Uh, a few weeks ago, you may have seen an act here called Greg Hickson. Uh, he doesn't come here anymore. Uh, but there's another young man well, be back that there, you may know from the Idol Matinee podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together and give a lovely warm welcome to Mr. Johnny Ribena. Johnny Ribena. Brown Bear Comedy Club, how you doing? Yeah, keep it going. Give it up for the host Woo. and the other comedians. I think, you'll, I think you'll agree they were certainly something. Uh, well, I read the news today and oh boy, what a week we've had. Every week gets stranger and stranger, which means every time you see me, I'm having the strangest week of my life. Did anyone, anyone for tennis? Did you guys watch that? Yeah. yeah. What yeah. an amazing win for Piers Morgan. He's the sports motivational therapist. He reckons by slagging off Emma Raducanu at Wimbledon, he made her win in New York like a Mancurian candidate. He could possibly get her to assassinate a president. I mean, he couldn't get Meghan to suck him off, but he can incite sporting glory. Tough crowd. (laughs) (laughs) Emma Raducanu. What an amazing win for immigration. Our Canadian beat their Canadian. And I think the winner fights Lennox Lewis at the next Logan Paul undercard. So that should be good. The build-up of our teenager up against another teenager sounds like a porn category. But did you, with that umpire though, whew. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping there would be a supply chain issue with the tennis balls just to ram the point home. But did any of you see that amazing meme? At least one English person isn't afraid of the US courts. <laughs> what wags they are. But talking to the royal family, the Queen came out as pro-BLM this week as well. I wonder if she'll take the knee before her next big match. <laughs> Nigel Farage came out against divisiveness this week and he was uh, mocked for congratulating Emma, calling her a global superstar, but not a British one, eh, Nigel? I wonder if he'll be protesting at the airport as Emma comes back home, half Chinese, half Romanian. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) He's like the King Canute of Dover, shouting at the sea. Well, definitely an anagram of Canute, or is it pronounced sea nut? I I think Nigel should take light aircraft everywhere. I did wonder how the Gamma Brigade would spin Emma's win and they outdid themselves. She was funded by the Lawn Tennis Association, so she's ours because we funded her success. So we can enjoy it and be proud. Imagine if they extended that line of thinking into investing into people from all backgrounds and nationalities. Help everyone achieve great things. Imagine the shared success coming together and no, 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 no. Win something. Although it was nice of Jeff Bezos to give us the tennis for free. A lovely advert for Amazon Prime. Yeah, fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go with the jokes. Let's go with the jokes. A bag for life. That's a lot of commitment, don't you think? But has anyone ever suffocated on a bag for life? Well, I suppose any bag you die in is technically a bag for life. Anyway, I've proven that stand-up comedy isn't that easy. (laughs) 
I've been Johnny Robina. And remember, don't have kids. They're bad for the environment and they just encourage paedophiles. Good night. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much. That was Johnny Robina. Uh, great, great first up there. Great first time on the stage. Absolutely great. Gave it his all. Absolutely wonderful. Everyone loved it. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming this week to the Brown Bear Comedy Club. We'll hopefully be back next week for our special centenary Brown Bear performance. will be absolutely magical. Uh, have a safe journey home. Look after yourselves. Look after each other. Hashtag be kind. Good night, everybody. Uh, so, thank you for listening to this week's podcast. RIP Sir Clive Sinclair. Get your Sinclair C5s out the shed. They're going to be worth money. I've been Ben. Goodbye. Au revoir, I've been Gregoire. Adios, gringos. See ya. Goodbye from Chris. See you next Thursday.
Kriegsminister gibt's nicht mehr und auch kein 